dude, this is, dude, this podcast is not gonna be about Bo Jackson <laughs> or Michael Jordan. Only person that could fucking play baseball and football insanely well. Not only that, not only that, professional in both. Yeah. And the well, I think the only there might have been another one I can't remember the only person who's ever made the fucking both all star teams yeah. for the same season. Yeah, I know it's nuts. It's insane, you bro. Talk about good athletes right there. That good, man dude, is just good. Doesn't even good can't even describe Bo Jackson. Yeah. he was a deer. He'd literally run out. He'd run out ground balls to second. Yeah. It's fucking They were literally like, he got into the league, I think that's one of the, he does an interview, and there's like this thing where they're like, um, he's talking to the reporter, and he he picks out the game, he's like, yeah, he's like, I hit this like, this ground ball, he's like, it was decently hit, like, you know, routine ground ball to second base, and he's like, and when I beat it out, that's like the announcers, the coaches, like the players, (laughs) they were all just like... Oh shit, this motherfucker can run. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you can run like a fucking deer. It's just like, dude, he's a fucking I couldn't even imagine going against someone like him. Like both like like those free like people like LeBron James and like fucking Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, just those those people that are, you know, way ahead of their time in their craft. It's like Oh yeah. It must have felt just so debilitating to be a professional athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Going up against their team, you're like, mm, that's not good. Aren't you guys the best in the world? No, that's that guy. It's, yes, it's him. <laughs> that's that guy. <laughs> We're just here. We yeah. just here to help him. We got to fill out the rosters. We need five. You ever <laughs> seen that one sixth grader just go to a ninth grade practice and beat the shit out of everyone? I did that in tennis. <laughs> <laughs> My man. It's fucking Seth Jackson over here. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? We're back. This is Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. Mike McCloskey. And I'm Seth Jackson. <laughs> I think this is the... Uh, Seth this Action is one of the Jackson. Seth Action Jackson. Shout out to Paxton. <laughs> Shout out to Paxton Action Jackson, man. Wherever you are, if you're still doing maintenance for Burger King, I hope we God see you sometime, you. man, because Paxton was the man. Yeah, he was really cool. Paxton was the man. Paxton Action Jackson. <laughs> You needed some shit fixed with your broiler. You called that man. He got that shit done. <laughs> he was the man. Speak, that's actually funny what you're talking about, Michael Jordan. And we came to Paxton. He used to. He was a maintenance guy for our Burger King. He used to come in and he would talk to us about when he was a kid and growing up in fucking New York. So he was like, yo, he's like, I grew up like, I grew up going to Madison Square Garden and watching Magic and Bird and freaking jo- and Jordan play. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah man. He's like, I used to go there all the time. He's like, I've watched seen so many Jordan games. And I'm like, dude, that's insane. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking awesome he was fucking he was so cool yeah he was he was awesome just this he's like this maintenance guy for burger king just like six six fucking stacked bro oh, nice. like, yeah he was a double whopper and a half he was a beefcake <laughs> no he was fucking huge like in the norm I, when i say that i don't mean like he took steroids i mean like a natural huge yeah. like he was just a big dude and he worked with his hands so it was just yeah. like I respect you. Oh, yeah. Just working with yeah, hands and shit. Do not fight me, please. Dude, I'm, yeah, you looked at <laughs> you, you were fighting fucking Paxton. It was so funny when he get mad at the older women that work there. <laughs> he would just say the funniest shit, just like passive aggressive shit. You know what I mean? Because he couldn't actually yell at them. Yeah. Well, you can't yell at the customer. No, 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 no. Oh, the people that work there. Yeah, like our old lady employees. Oh. Uh, 
Well, you can't fucking start shit with employees. Yeah, the people either. that are in like their fifties not doing their job the right way. And oh, the nice. maintenance guy would come in. And yeah, the one over there tending the fries and muttering under her breath. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one's Sally. No, it was never Sally. I, I don't know. I never worked there. <laughs> fucking Ruth. <laughs> Ruth. You know this what? Is that's the same Ruth, and that is the same Ruth we talked about that I saw get hit by a car too. Oh yeah! Now get up. And I did not keep like going. I just want to make yes, <laughs> yes. Now I did not like working with Ruth all the time, but I did not wish her to get hit by a vehicle. <laughs> I just want to make that evident in this fucking podcast. Yeah, I mean, she's a fine person. I just don't like working with her. Yes, I smoked weed with her after work once. Yeah, I remember you telling us about. That. Well, I could get stoned with her. But I couldn't work with her. Working yeah. with her was she. Would, this is the thing. She was a walking hypocrite. She was very religious, right? Until the fucking lunch rush hit. <laughs> Once the lunch rush hit, you're a dickhead. You're an asshole. She's not fucking doing this shit anymore. And she's about to fucking walk out. Like, and it was just like, when did this switch off? Like, what? what? Turn the light switch off. Yeah, like, what? You were like this nice little old lady two minutes ago. Some days she'd be like, seat. quit swearing. Quit, quit swearing while you're talking or something. Like, we'd be telling, like, just like, Telling jokes and stories and like getting, animated. Yeah. getting animated, getting yeah. animated, and kind of just letting shit or fuck slip out or something like that. And she, quit doing that. But the, boy, that second that rush hit, man, she's bringing, <laughs> she's over at the fryers cussing up a storm, yelling behind your back and shit. It was just, just sometimes you just turn around and looked at her and you just shook your head, like you didn't even say anything <laughs> to her. You're just like Ruth, I'm so. The coolest thing that she always said was is that her and her husband back in the day would like travel cross crunch. Travel cross country with a with a uh, with their guitars, a guitar case, and the guitar case was just full of weed. <laughs> no guitars in it. They just carried them. They just came, and then they just carried the guitar case, and they said you. She just opened it up, and it was just that's where they had all their weed at, just fucking filled. It was just like, hey, would you play some song? Nah, yeah. sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> for, for unrelated reasons, I need to get a guitar case. She's like, hey, why are you stuff all your weed in it? No. Why are you carrying the guitar case and the and guitar? Then carrying the guitar. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't. I'm worried. I don't have an object permanence. If it goes in there, I don't know if it's still in there. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna come back out. Hey, fair enough. It could have disintegrated, for all I know. So what are we talking about today, Mike? We got, uh, this That's is gonna... stories, but then, uh, we're gonna be talking about the dog man. The dog man. Yep. What is, for, uh, real quick, because you had to explain it to me when you told me about what you were doing this week. What is, what, what's the dog man? Well, it's just, it's a cryptid. It's, uh, just like your stereotypical, what you'd imagine, like, to be a werewolf, just like... Stands on two legs, like... But it's kind of like its own entity, and kind of like what you said, it's a cryptid. Yeah, it's a cryptid. So it's not, uh, the, it's not the rake, right? No. Okay. Yeah, no, it, so, it's like it's like a stereotypical like yeah. werewolf, like a, not uh, like the like of a human transforming into it, but just like what the werewolf actually looks like. Yeah, you know, like yeah. bipedal like wolf thing. I thought that was the rake. Without no, no, the, the rakes, the rakes like a cre- uh, is a creepy pasta that like came about, uh, and it has like long ass claws and like yeah. The dog man's like, more of like folklore. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. There, like I literally remember watching videos and stuff on, and the the scientific explanation for it was it was a dog with mange that yeah. people were seeing. Oh, I mean, that's a lot for the uh, with mange. Uh, chupacabra. A lot of yeah, people give yeah, that that, the, uh, chupacabra. That's what I was thinking of too. But the chupacabra is like its thing is that like it basically like bleeds goats dry. Yeah, like it's, sucks. It means goat sucker. Yeah, in Spanish. 
Oh, there's also another theory that the chupacabra is like an alien that came down and they lived in the jungle, like rainforest of wherever, like South America, you know, South American, like Costa Rica and stuff yeah. like that. Because people said that like, they saw like lights and like almost like a meteor like hitting the ground, and then but then right after that they start seeing all these suddenings of like what the, you would consider a chupacabra, but they had like little suits on. <laughs> not oh, not yes. like a suit suit, but like I mean like a, yeah, like a yeah. leotard like spacesuit thing. So like some people think the chupacabra is aliens. That would be beautiful. Just while a little little goat sucker just walking around, in a nice little suit and tie. <laughs> There's one that I've been seeing oh, lately like to keep on cryptids, right? And it's a uh, it's the dumbest one I've probably ever fucking seen. Is it Siren Head? Mothman. Yep, it's fucking Siren Head, bro. I, I, that's I saw the, that's the new Slender Man. Yes. What? Yeah, Siren Head's new yes, Slender Man. Not heard of it. You're not a kid now. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! I'm old. And it's when? worse. It's worse, bro. Because it's like Slender Man's somewhat believable. Yeah, Slender Man's like at least like a, you could mistake it for a dude like walking down the street. Yeah. This is literally like a, a forty fucking, like, foot tall living like light pole with sirens on its head. It's it's, like, ju- it's just a walking. It's a giant like in all the fake wait, ass videos. When you said siren, I just thought like. Seafaring no, siren. No, no, you're talking like we oh, yeah, that's, yep. that's what it does. Like an air raid siren. Basically, it like camouflage. The the whole thing is like it kind of like camouflages itself in the woods, and that and it like so it lives in first. You'll hear like World the, War Two England. It, it's weird, dude. I, I've seen a, the, all the videos or anything that I've been looking because strictly out of fucking pure entertainment because they're well, kind of yeah, once point. I found out that Siren Head was a thing, I was like, hold up, <laughs> hold up. An English like he makes like this dude makes comics. He's an Englishman, and then he, he like horror comics, and that's where the Siren Head came from. Oh, my so now people, so now they're making these fake videos of people trying to go out and find Siren Head. Some of them are actually pretty funny and entertaining. Yeah. That it's just you can tell it's just someone that probably wants to like build like a film, like yeah. a film career. Well, like a little Nick. short film. The people yeah. like Nick are just in their house and like edit yeah. things just for fun. Yeah, yeah they just want to they just want to have fun with it and shit. And they're kind of funny. Like some of them have pretty good CGI for fucking low. Like the one I saw, like the dudes like looking out his wit, like looking out his window, and you see like some like a bunch of other houses and like trees off in the distance, and you see it like walking. Like a light pole. But you see it like walking <laughs> between the trees. It has like three or four different ones, all at, like weird angles. <laughs> yeah, you're just going like, like the woo. You know, like you know, like the perk fucking. Yeah, like yeah. a siren. Yeah. yeah. So, it, so you'll be like walking in the woods. It's natural habitat is World War II England. <laughs> yeah. You'll be like walking through the woods and you'll hear some form of like that and the people will be like, oh, oh shit, oh, he's here. Where, where is he? And then, and then like somehow they'll, they'll like plant the siding off and like other times they'll like sometimes they'll fake it off as like animals. They say that it like, it'll like. It was this bison over yeah, here. Yeah, it'll like make animal sounds to lure you in or. <laughs> My favorite, or the uh, the voices of unsuspecting victims who never made it home. <laughs> what? How does it kill you? I don't even know. Fucking air it, when you Look you? at it. It's literally like skinnier than these poles that our fucking mics are on. Like, I'm, like all. The, it's just the weird. That's what well, I mean. It's the, the dumbest like, cryptid. Slenderman didn't kill you. He like stole children. That was like chunk Slenderman. Uh, I guess. I. But uh, no, that's what but it says. Like this Slenderman would fuck giant. you up though. He yeah, could. This but they plant I mean, yeah, this thing off to be like a forty foot fucking giant creature. So like, yeah, because yeah, it's, I guess I don't know. Maybe it just fucking impales you through the heart. I mean, it's it's the new Slenderman. Like literally, it's yeah. like just did the same thing. Like somebody just made it up and then it's just blown up. And it's to- and it's totally worse. Siren man, I, oh siren my head, God. dude. I siren not, head. See the new one we have to start perpetuating is Squangeli man. Squangeli man. <laughs> it's a it's a bowl. It's like a a bowl of like pasta with like uh, oh I think that's. 
Catholics Wait, I in think it. there's a religion about that. <laughs> Not Pastafarianism. <laughs> but, uh, and it's, he just shows up in the middle of the night and he'll just, like, leave the stench of squid. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if people keep talking about siren, you might actually see one. Like they could form it into a topa. Who knows? I like to. So we you remember about them in our first episode? Remember those uh, talk people about who were walking or going around leaving like monoliths in random places? Oh yeah. I really get the feeling if it takes off enough, there's going to be sirens left in random places <laughs> soon. Have you guys seen those like TikToks where it's probably completely unrelated? Besides, like kind of the horror thing, but there's like these tick. I think it's only one, but there probably is more than. Oh, I'm sure there's lots more. If there's one. Yeah, but it's like this one dude started this thing where like he he posts a TikTok and he says that he's living in the future. Like he says he's he woke up in in a hospital in Spain and there's just everyone's gone. And he just posts all these like different TikToks and stuff of him and he's just like walking through towns in buildings and stuff and they're it, they're all just like vacant. And it like looks like mad creepy and shit like that, but it's probably just really good fucking filmmaking shit. Oh, like you know what? Town? That gives me like an abandoned town somewhere or something. No, dude, I'm telling. You, like, it's like there's some of them where it's like he walks into grocery stores and then he walks out and it's like it's not a town. Like he's in the middle of Spain. Yeah. Like and it's fucking yeah. Yo, it's that like crazy gives, shit. It's that like, gives it's like me weird, a like, great how they, idea. Like, how for, he's setting it up for an, a podcast topic. There, uh, I don't know if you ever heard the story. But there was a dude that got on an airplane, and the airplane lands lands in Spain. And he gets off and goes through customs. And his country was... His country doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, Terminal. Yeah. The Tom Hanks movie, right? I think it was Tom Hanks. I think, yeah, they made a movie. Is it the... Wait, is it the one where he... What, is he trapped in the terminal because his country... No. His country, like, dissolved. No, no, it's not right? even that. His country never existed in the first place. Okay, see... He has a fully legitimate passport. Well, yeah, do legitimate you know, Do you know passport. where it came from, where that story came from? Where? There's a real man who... He took... He I can't remember his name. I think it was somewhere in the Middle East, but I can't remember. He took off from wherever he lived, and he went to another country. In the midst of that, his country was like in this kind of like civil war. And yeah. basically, I don't know exact details, but a shift in power basically happened. Yeah. And like, boom. Now his now like basically his passport that he had is like in bad. He can't, a different government that no longer exists. So he, yeah, ah. so he can't go home. And then, then while he's though. in the terminal, while he's in the terminal of the airport, he lost his passport anyway. <laughs> so now he can't go home because his country doesn't exist. And he can't go anywhere else because he has no fucking identity or fucking passport. And literally no official can do anything because he's just in limbo. So he was literally... Nice. He was literally registered as a... As a citizen or, like, an attendant or something of the airport, and he lived there for years. That's great. Years. It was, like, a seven. Sounds fucking I awesome. can't even remember, but he lived years in a fu- just in an airport terminal with whatever he had with him at that during that trip. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's, that's and great. then they made the, and then they made a movie about it with Tom Hanks, and I'm pretty that sure it's, like, dramatized. I'm telling you, though, that, does not say, that is not the story I heard. I think there's a different one. I'll look oh, it up. It I'll look it up. Sure. There was a movie because when I watched about no, it, no, there's said definitely that there was like a, movie, a movie, yeah. movie made about it. 
And it was just like it was crazy about that. It was just like how it was like how you ever know that there's a man who like never who like lost his home or like his home was like an airport because he and it was like that's literally what happened. There's like a coup in his fucking in his. I'm I think sure that's what it was. Is there was a coup that is somewhere somewhere? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure it's not gonna be fun, no. dude. Usually not. I, I'll say another thing just to that. Little different, but kind of the same. My one buddy is in the Navy, right? So. They picked up. Long story short, they were on a mission. They picked. They found some pirates, like trying to take over this fucking yeah. one foreign ship, and they fucking stopped them. But then they're just like, they literally radioed to every fucking country nearby and was like, "Yo, we found these pirates. They were trying to get your dudes." And like, the not people, a single they, one. They, none of them would take them. What? None of them would take a prisoner of war from the Americans that just caught them. Like even the even the country that they like caught them stealing from and like trying to fuck up their people. Now, I'm not going to say what they did to said pirates. Fair <laughs> enough. I just threw them off. Okay, I am going to say what they did to said pirates. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when no, after a while, when no fucking country would take them, they literally just put them on a raft and just... Oh, uh, shit. Just left them out at sea. Damn. That's what I said, and he's like, don't be a fucking pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, whoa. It was like, shit. Different man. world. Different world, man. I mean, I'm different once, fucking world. Once you get out there in international waters, you know, it's fair game. Yeah, it is all fair game. <laughs> just no when he looked, law. dude, he looked me dead in the eye and he's just like, don't be a fucking pirate. Well, I mean, that's what they and were going to do. I was just like, do. yeah, that is what they were going to do. I mean, if not, I mean, maybe worse. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was still, it was just, it was just still like, a kid you went to school with, and you just realized, like, damn, bro, that's some real shit. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, yeah, up. we don't give a fuck. It's like, we don't give a fuck, man. It's like, okay. That's some, like, 1640 shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 what do you do? Do you keep them? No, you can't. I, that's yep. That's I mean, what I mean. It's dead. No, but you it, you could, you but, could it's but it'd be a, it'd be extreme hassle and not worth it. Dude, you're also like also. You're probably gonna get court-martialed if they keep them for yeah, too long. They're gonna like the, their government will do something. It's just a hazard. You can't have pirates on your fucking. You, can, you can't tame them. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> you should mock, can't you tame should them. Guantanamo Bay, and they're there for good. That's for sure. Yeah, but that's only. I think that too is like their international waters. We can't bring them back. Yeah, we can absolutely international waters. Yeah, but I think, that's, <laughs> I think that's a battle that they don't want the navy to like regular navy men to fight. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. I don't, like you catch some pirates doing some saying. shady yeah, shit. You absolutely in could, waters. but would it be worth it? No. No. It was just yeah. So anyway, sometimes they don't take them. <laughs> sometimes I mean, they lucky do. they just didn't put a bullet in them and throw them off the edge. Yeah, but I was saying about the guy in the terminal. Oh 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 yeah. Sometimes they just don't. Sometimes people don't want you. <laughs> like fuck it, I'll just live in this fucking airport. <laughs> I'm gonna live in this airport. I just don't know how you kept getting. What money. are you gonna do? Huh? Deport like, me? Did he like get a job as like one of probably. the counters? Probably. And then that's how he made his money. Probably. Like, he probably he probably worked at like the restaurants or some shit. Like did custodial work or something like. But it was more. It was just I lost on my country. It was on the fact of like <laughs> legally he could not. He he literally was. He had no home. Yeah. His, yeah. There was a coup in his fucking fort in his in his home state or wherever the fuck he was from, and then he lost his passport, so he legally couldn't even. He didn't, he, he didn't even belong new, to anything. He wasn't even a person. Really. I think the new government of his country refused to like recognize him as a citizen. Yeah. It took that many years for him to actually get back. Like, Damn. or at least uh, something happened where he could get out. But I think that's what it was. It's like they finally did recognize, like, hey, like, 
you can come out of there now. <laughs> you can leave the airport terminal. But that's another thing. Like, oh, if he shit, steps yo, outside, you that guy there. If oh, he fuck, think about it. If he steps outside, will someone arrest him? Yeah, that's what I was Maybe. gonna say. Like, you could just go anywhere. What are they gonna do? Deport you? No. Yes, you're an alien. To where? Where are you gonna deport me, Brad? But that's what that's, that's what I mean. Somewhere. Yeah, that's what I mean. Now instead of being but, trapped but, in an airport, you're trapped in jail. I'd yeah, rather be trapped in an airport. Co- yeah, that's because you're in an American jail. <laughs> depending on what country you're in, that might not be a bad fucking option. <laughs> or it might be worse. <laughs> Have you ever seen Sweden jails? They're fucking nicer than my first apartment. But are you saying that Sweden jails are better than Sweden airports? Because if Sweden jails are nice, I imagine I don't know. Sweden I've never airports. Seen I'll ask my friend when I, mean, I, when I go home. Three hops and a cot for free. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I still take the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy here. I'm taking the airport. I don't know. Sweden jails aren't for fucking profit. They're for rehabilitation. <laughs> yeah, but what if you get sent to the gulag or something? You think Sweden not, has not gulags? Sweden, but like if you're in Russia or somewhere. <laughs> well, yeah, that's when you take the terminal. Yeah, that's sure. when you take the terminal, hands down. If you're in Russia, you don't leave the terminal. I just think there's many more countries you take the terminal than the prison. Yeah, there's probably more countries <laughs> that you take the terminal than the prison. But there are some. There are some that I bet you the prison is better. Didn't fucking didn't Putin and Biden meet today? Well, I mean, there was like the G summit, the the G seven summit. Yeah, I saw pictures of guards walking around with ice cream cones. Oh, and they got on their little yeah, and they uh, got on their little boat. Jet ski. Yeah. yeah, and the two the two police officers with ice cream. On they the have this big ass gun on their back, and this one dude just holding two ice cream cones, one for his friend, one for him. <laughs> then you just see him driving off on their little jet ski, big ass gun sticking right out the back. It's great. Yeah, it's just a summit of some of the top countries that just get together and try to talk like foreign policy and stuff. Yeah, or, like and specifically like the leaders of the country. Why do I have a feeling I just nothing saw the, ever gets done? The big old uh, Not really, but the big old handshake between you know U.S. leader and Russian leader. Mm-hmm. It's always fun, which is so funny because the uh, U.S. leader always changes. Yeah, it's always someone just shaking hands with Putin. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Which is not a bad thing. <laughs> not a bad thing, that's for sure. Eh. I mean, they've been stuck with Putin. At least we've been rotating assholes. <laughs> Fair enough. But have we though? Or have they been the I same? Mean, they've, they've have they been the same draconian disguise? I mean, maybe that could be a possibility. Just putting on different skins. Yeah. Who knows? That's it's possible. It's possible. Uh, I made the I made like the role for like ever, like the regular people in the Discord uh, is the Orgonian draconian. That's what I called it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you name us? Oh, it was still host that we're Damn. under. We need to think of a better one. Uh, you want to get into some of these news stories? I guess we will have to since we took a fucking like an hour five minute intro. intro. Uh, See, we 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 introduced the room to talk and our names really early, and then we talked after. So <laughs> we're just we're just mixing it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so science says hip hop makes cheese taste better. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, Swiss cheese maker Beat Wumpfler. Started an experiment to determine whether music would help aging cheese reach a more robust flavor. Of course, his name's Beat. And if so, what kind would work best? According, uh, working alongside researchers from Bern University of Arts, Wampler separ- placed nine separate wheels of enamel, uh, a mental cheese, which is the kind of cheese associated with Swiss cheese by those who don't live in Switzerland, uh, in separate wooden crates last September and fed them different kinds of music through mini transmitters. And one wheel was left to grow in silence to be the control cheese. 
Six months later, six months later, the M mentor has matured. One of the wheels aged with 24-hour exposure to Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven and another to Mozart's Magic Flute Opera. Another coexisted with the rave-ready Electro of Burl's UV. Another still spent the abstract melodies of Yellow's Monolith. They didn't have any Bach in there. What the fuck? <laughs> a jury tasted each strain of, of musical cheese twice, and each time the results are the same. A tribe called Quest, we got it from here, was the winner. So in two like blind tastings, they it won out both times. But is that because of the specific cheese wheel that they put in? Well, they put. I mean, I guess they put all the same type of cheese. Yeah, but it, just because it's the same type of cheese, who knows if this is just a better this cheese. wheel? Yeah, yeah, this wheel in particular could have something different about it. I mean, it's true. You'd have to repeat the experiment. Have you sometimes. listened to a tribe called Quest? No. Well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference, buddy. <laughs> it's better than Stairway to Heaven. That's such a good one. I didn't say that. Well, then you're they applying did. it. They did. Okay. I just said. said, you just said, well, maybe there's nothing special about no, this. No, I and didn't like, say there's nothing special. I just said you'd have to repeat the experiment a couple times to verify the results. Well, a Swiss TV chef uh, did say the differences were very clear in terms of texture, taste, and appearance. There was something different, very different. Yeah. I so. Can we saying, kick no. it? Yes, you can. I feel like it has to do with like somehow like the vibrations, like yeah, I'm sure it has. To, I'm sure it has to do with vibrations. I mean, um, what else would it have to do? with? Yeah, sorry, the cheese isn't <laughs> listening. It could, or is it? Cheese has ears. Oh uh, no, the cheese has ears. Everyone, put your cheese away now. Yeah, God damn it, cheese is the new government drones. You gonna see like a wheel of cheese on the witness stand next? God, are we living in a real life cheese commercial? Like, yeah, probably. That wouldn't surprise me. All those nope, cheesy commercials are not CGI or voice actor. That is the actual cheese speaking and reacting. Cheese actors guild. Yeah, they just they um, cheese actors they keep guild. it in the factory. It's a high, <clears throat> highly kept secret. Cheese it has created a living cheese. Any. And now Switzerland is reproducing that. That's what's happening. Okay. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about it. Seth Jackson over here has got you with the fucking latest in Swedish news. Dishing out the facts. Yeah. That's my second conspiracy theory I've come up with on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is funny. We do have a show, don't we? Yeah. yeah a little bit. Would you? Yeah. We call this a little bit of a show. <laughs> Damn. Soon we'll start showing ourselves. Right now, you guys don't know what we look like. Except for all the idiots who know what we look like. Well, I mean, I guess if anyone's, like, been to your Facebook or stuff, they know what you look like. Kind of. actually went to my... Not really. I don't I think there's very many there. pictures of me with my long hair. Okay, yes, but, like, isn't your profile picture you? I honestly don't know. <laughs> my Facebook profile picture is my me Facebook from fucking, prof- like, senior year. No, I think I'm my Facebook honest. profile picture is, uh... Is the logo for this? Mm. Yeah, my picture. We'll my it. picture is um, me and Kristen yep. with arms locked, and then there's Mr. Kreider behind us. Yes, I actually. Did. <laughs> when I fucking friend requested you, I was just like, you would have Ken Kreider sitting in the back of your fucking. He photobombed he us. Would. I know, that's that what I'm saying. Yeah, that was at the Ray of Lights. Like, there's always everybody like- lined up. Yep. and walked down the aisle yep. two by two and got their pictures taken. Nobody had anybody else behind them except for me, Mr. Kreider. 
I just remember at that party we were talking about crowd surfing someone and me and Zach just looked at oh each my other God. and we just both reached out at the same time and picked up one of Seth's legs and just hoisted him up onto people. Yep. That's awesome. I got crowd surfed at Ray of Lights. And then when I came down, one of my fucking buttons got caught in a girl's hair. It was so I, uh, funny. They put me down, and like as my arm was coming down, it hooked a girl's hair, and her head just comes down with my arm. I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like fucking fidgeting, trying to get the goddamn hair out of the button. People were loving it. You see the teachers they trying to like run- surfed three more people. Yeah, people after were me. loving it. Like everyone was <laughs> loving it, and you see like the teachers like running down like the big spot. Yeah, like, stop, stop. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> at our senior ball, I performed. Uh, I did a rap set at our senior ball. And the, and my friends did the same thing. They were all I mean, we were all like hammered. Like we were all fucked up. And they just came up after I was done and they just lifted me up and same thing. Like, dude, like the whole crowd was just like lot like no one expected someone to go up in the crowd. Everyone's freaking out at senior ball and Mrs. Probst is just like Put him down! <laughs> just screaming from the upper top as a meme. And it's just like, I was just like on top of that. You have no control like, at that point. It's not my fault. That, they, they, they literally like, I was like, because I was like over looking at someone else in the crowd. Like other friends of mine. And then my other, like my homies, like came from behind me. Like someone tackled, like I was literally, when I first, I was like, why is someone tackling me? And they're pushing me into the crowd. Then all of a sudden, I literally just, just you know what I mean? You just get no, chucked yeah, up in the air. And you're just like, it's Whoa. a pretty cool fucking feeling. Yeah, when a whole bunch of people just grab you. Okay, first, it's a cool feeling, but then you're also thinking like, I'm, gra- I'm glad this isn't an angry mob. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like when, re- when a couple people really want you and they just chuck you in the air, you're just kind of like, this is fucking freaky. Like, yeah. I had no control. This, I was All just- I heard was, hey, Seth, come over here. I turn around and take one step, and my right leg goes out, <laughs> and my left, and I'm like, oh, no. It's fucked up. <laughs> You're like, how'd I get here? Yeah. But, but it, it is a cool it feeling when it's, cool. when it's when everything's kosher you and you just feel like, everybody's yeah. palms on like on your shoulders yeah, and back man. just push it and it's you're literally cool. on top of the world yeah like it yeah. i don't know it's just it, it is a cool it's a different feeling yeah i've cool. never quite felt something close to that in terms of like i don't know it just feels different that was the only time that was the only fucking time and it was a senior ball performance so it wasn't even like it was cool but it wasn't like i've had way better ones like i've been in i've been in like real music halls where like the option of stave diving is a very fucking possible thing i have a huge stage right here and there's probably like 400 people that i could yeah but it's also not in that like the situation's not that they're not there for me i'm opening for someone yeah so like i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna be that tool bag (laughs) jumps on top of some kid's head oh no (laughs) No, we were like the back of the crowd, and we kind of pushed Seth forward into yeah. it. Yeah, no, I was on the outskirts <laughs> of the crowd. The party the crowd. starters too. The crowd <laughs> yeah. was loving it. I bet too at the ray of lights, they were yeah, just fucking wild. Those type of kids just weren't expecting any of that to fucking go on there. Dude, drama club kids are. Then you guys win. Wild. Did you guys win it, Ray? Light? I think Kaylee might have won an award. Yeah, I think she did. One or two of our people won an award, and that's about it. Normally, doesn't it all go to fucking Shikalini? I yeah, think. Someone with more money than us, that's for sure. Yeah. I think Kylie Barler. I think a few people did. I know I'm pretty sure Kylie Barler. Shout out to Kylie Barler. Um I'm pretty sure she won Kylie wasn't wouldn't have been there senior year. Not you guys. Yeah, I was gonna say My year. Oh, in the past? Yeah, yeah central yeah, our yeah. school has Sorry. Our there, well, I, sorry, I'm the old man. While I was in yeah. school, I'm gonna say our school <laughs> did win a. We were regularly yeah. competing yeah. for awards. Yeah, I was gonna say we, we always had nominations. Couple. 
Um, yeah, yeah, especially pretty, people pretty like, decent drama like yeah, every year, even when we don't club. have a lot of people doing the drama program. Like it's still always a really good play. Yeah, yeah it when is. Frazier and Dylan were fucking each other in the back. Uh, <laughs> uh, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> we. we God we got damn Sandusky it! And can can, we, can, yeah, we, we, can got, we keep the can we keep the rape stories to the fucking articles? No, never. <laughs> Not the personal ones. <laughs> Mike, oh, well, no, first off, never. I was never rape. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Woman dies after security guard pretending to be a doctor performs surgery at Pakistan hospital. I fucking saw that one, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I. Literally, as I saw it, I was just like, I hope Mike talks about this one. And I'm so glad that that actually came to fruition. Why? Yeah, how do you get into the position where you're trying? Like, is he just being a dick? Like, he wants to learn, or is he just like... No, he's probably just like likes cutting things open. He's like some sort of like fucking serial killer almost. Ah, fucking weirdos. How do they not know he's the security guard? He came in pretending to be a doctor. He do that. You can just walk into a hospital. Wait, he's, hey. already, he's already there. He's already at the hospital. He's like has. Yeah, like, how does so no nobody one, recognizes him? Yeah, but how? Yeah, like how does nobody knows. know? Like how does the yeah. doctor? Oh, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what the uh, like when director do, of the hospital has to say. When you do surgery, <laughs> oh my god, there are, <laughs> there are nurses and there are fucking other. Where, people. There's a schedule with an operating doctor. Where, Correct. Where's the surgeon? Like I said, we'll see what the administrator of the hospital has to say about this. Oh my god. <laughs> Probably. No comment. <laughs> oh, no, he says something. Oh, okay. Brave man. Shamima. S-H-A-M-E-E-M-A. So, Shamima. 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 I like how you went Irish with that for a second. 80. Died two weeks after the alleged impossible Muhammad Wahid Butt. Perform this surgery. It is spelled B-U-T-T, too. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dr. Butt. I'll be performing a surgery today. Yeah, yeah. This fucking surgery's ass, bro. Uh, that should be your first tip. Doctor, off. the surgery's not on my butt. Are you sure you know what you're talking about? Dr. Butt performed the surgery to treat a back wound. <laughs> not calling him the doctor. He's not a doctor. In the operation theater of the government-owned Mayo Hospital in Lahore. Wait, did you say Mayo? Yep. Oh, okay. I, so, I think it's an out oh, off branch in, of the Mayo Clinic. Oh, we're in Delhi. Or yeah. In India. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's in India. Uh, of course. Well, no, it's in Pakistan. Don't you like a little mayo with your deli food? No. <laughs> you don't like a little mayo nope. with your deli food? Nope. The family told Network GOTV that they be- they took Begum to the hospital on May 17th, and she was referred to surgical ward for surgery. It was then that the accused approached them, impersonating a doctor, and offered to help them. The family said they paid Mr. Butt for the surgery and two subsequent home visits for the dressing of her wound, but the wound continued to worsen and bleed. When the family raised alarm of her deteriorating condition, he asked them to return to the hospital. It was then they were told there was no doctor going by the name and that Mr. Butt had previously employed there as a security guard. Wow. Did you say he did an in-home procedure? Two. He, he, uh, two visits. Yeah, he would. He uh, performed the surgery. In the hospital? Yeah, in, the op- in the surgical theater. Of the hospital, so that's like the how. That's, that's the where, where they can, can go watch. Yeah, yeah, they fucking watch. Yeah, this. I know. How? So he has fucking peers watching him. Well, maybe. I mean, the people don't have to go to watch, but they could have. Yeah, but I guarantee there's people there's sitting up there one. watching the surgery. Not to mention what he said. Nurses in the surgery. Yeah, like what? I mean, if, if you walk a- in looking like a doctor, you got a face mask off, and you start telling people what no, to do, they're probably gonna no, start doing it. I don't believe that. I bet. I don't believe I that really- you could just write a random doctor's name on a board, and then just do- nurses will come in and just be like, 
Okay. Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I, I without without like no, without say, notification I guess, first. I guess like we're in Pakistan, it could it, it could work. Okay, different. fair enough. Yeah, I guess I'm using American. But words. yeah, in America, at least that I just don't believe that would happen. Oh yeah, in America, well, mm, it might. But I'm not saying like a a doctor couldn't end up in the wrong surgery room somehow. Yeah, but how do you do... I Just, just don't, a completely like, dude. random Joe off the street. Man, that's unfortunate. Well, don't worry. It's not the only time he does this. Wait, Mike, keep <laughs> reading. Well, I, I, actually, I'm not surprised about that. You gotta be pretty audacious to do yeah, some shit say, like this. Yeah, I'm saying, you can do it once. That's what I'm saying. If you just walk in and just start... like, If you act like you're gonna be there, a lot of people aren't gonna question you. Correct. Our, our geography teacher in middle school told us oh, that... Oh, yeah, yeah. When the Olympics was last year in America... He went to like he went to it and was at the Olympics and he he got into like a lot of the press tents and stuff like that just by he flipped his lanyard over so it, like he couldn't see what it said on it and he just walked in and acted like he's supposed to be there. No one ever questioned him. Yeah, like if there's a lot of people and you just look like you're supposed to be there, no one's gonna question yeah. you. What was it, Jeffrey? Jeffrey Dahmer had like a body in his back seat and he got yeah, pulled, he got he got, he got pulled over while they were looking for him and he talked the cops out of it yeah. with a body in his fucking back seat. Yeah, so uh, fair enough. But still, it's fucked up. An administrative official at the Mayo Hospital told AFP News Agency, we can't keep up with what every doctor and what everyone is doing at all times. It's a large hospital. What? (laughs) What about your security guards? That's not... That's not how that statement should be, people. He said that it's still unclear what type of surgery was performed in the hospital's operating theater. The hospital superintendent identified as Dr... I'm gonna fuck this up. Iftikhar... Iftikhar told GOTV that they comp- they complied with police in arresting the former guard, and then another employee was suspended for assisting him in the operation theater. Ah, oh, he had help. He had inside help. There's a fucking mole. We can't. I like to imagine it's like a security guard that was still working there. He's like, yeah, I want to be a doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep up with what all of our doctors are doing. It's He's a not a doctor. Set. He's not even a doctor. I know. <laughs> Lahore police spokesperson Al Safdar said the accused was arrested and has been charged, but has but has posed as a doctor and made home visits to other patients in the past also. So this isn't the first time he's done this. That's insane. So who knows how many fucking people he's operated on? At least, like, pretended to be a doctor for. Yeah. God. How good is he at talking? <laughs> Pretty good, apparently. Seven. You heard lots of doctor terms just slinging them around. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Didn't you say they had a procedure booked already and he talked them out of it to do... Uh... The original. The one that died. No, 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 no. So, like, they went to the hospital and, like, while they were waiting at the hospital, oh, he, he comes up and he's like, Hi, I'm Dr. Butt. I can oh, help you with your problem. God. <laughs> well, he has a security guard uniform on. Well, he was previously employed, so he yeah. wasn't a security uh, okay. guard when he was doing okay. this. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just, oh man, it's a large hospital. Yeah, you know every other country doesn't keep track of their fucking doctors. Jesus Christ, that's insane. This one happened in America, so bring it back to home. Jail video shows correction officer opening cell door so gang member could beat inmate. Yeah, sounds that, about right. Hey, remember how we said American prisons are, you know, not fun. The video shows Officer Demira Thomas talking to two inmates at a podium on the 4 Bravo floor on March 22nd. The floor is used for inmates who have mental health issues. Both of the inmates can be seen walking away from the desk and towards the door of a cell. And according to St. Louis Police report and captured in the video, Thomas can be seen and heard pressing a button that controls the cell doors. Thomas watches an inmate's cell door open and one of the men she had spoken to walks inside the cell. 
The inmate, who police say is a gang member, begins attacking the other inmate in the cell. Another camera from inside the cell shows the gang member beating the other man and slamming him against the wall multiple times. The second, the second inmate who spoke with Thomas at a podium stood outside the cell, and Thomas the inmate appeared to be watching as the assault took place. Another inmate from the floor above heard the beating and started running towards the stair to the first level, and Thomas could be heard in the video yelling at him, Don't run down here, stay where you at, stay where you at, she said. <coughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is pretty on par for an American prison system. A second inmate on another set of stairs tried to check out what was happening, and Thomas warns him to stay in place as well. After over 30 seconds, Thomas walks to the beaten inmate cell to stop the gang member and a second attacker who had joined in. Come on out, come on out of there, Thomas said to the two attackers holding the door open up to the cell. The two inmates left the cell and Thomas shut the door behind them before walking back to her podium. So she didn't even, like, call for, like, the she doctor. She fucking and... sold tickets at this point. <laughs> yeah. And she's only being charged with third degree assault. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh... The unimaginable happened at the city justice center with the assistance of a government employee. My client was beaten ruthlessly until unconscious, and as he lay there helpless, he was refused emergency medical care for days. It's time for Sadie of St. Louis to step up, take responsibility, and accountable. Mark Pedrori, the victim's attorney, said. Uh, the police record also that he was like just left there for two days, and then when he finally got taken to the infirmary from because like another guard noticed he hadn't really been eating, they saw that he had a broken jaw. Oh, you know, that'll stop you from eating. Yeah. God, man. Fuck that, man. And then she was officially removed from her duties on April 5th. Yeah. So they could investigate her. Yeah, this shit ain't so fu- ain't This shit's sad. Her, uh, her lawyers, uh, I didn't write it down, but her, it's, she's, like, the lawyer for her claiming that she did nothing wrong. Like, she didn't violate any laws. She only violated, like, policy, like, uh, corrections policy. So there's nothing to prosecute here. Wow. Yeah, we'll see okay. how that holds up in court. Yeah, okay. You know, the sad thing is it'll probably fucking hold up in court. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think I so. I think they, that, that lawyer is completely wrong. That lawyer is like one of those where she's probably like, she's not trying to win. <laughs> she's like, you know what? You're going to pay me whether you go to jail or not. To be honest, <laughs> fuck you. You shouldn't let someone beat the shit. To be honest, like I had, there was someone uh, in my past life <laughs> In my recent past that I used to be dating, uh, one of her family members was a CEO, and same thing. Like, dude, he just told us stories, except of him actually just beating the shit out of inmates in this in their cells Damn. because they couldn't do anything. And then when his and then when their boss confronts him about it, he's just like, "No, nah. did you this do this? Is. Did you do this? No, literally, did you do this? No. Okay. Done. No paperwork. No, not just." She's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. There's one time we were sitting fun. down, like, dude was like sitting down and was like just telling me, like, literally told me the story exactly like that. And I was just like, what? Yeah, that's kind of crazy, my dude. Like, I was like, uh, what? And then just like, you know what I mean? Because it's about of this, time for me to be hitting the old dust for me, trail. Yeah, for me, for me, it's just because you know, there's always the conversation where it's just like, yeah, they're fucking animals. They're fucking animals. They're ruthless. It's fucking, you gotta be hard in there if you're gonna survive. And it's just well, like, yeah. I wonder yeah. why. What do you throw them in a cage? And- yeah, you ever seen, yeah, it's just like, what? Just open, just throw your dog in a cage real quick and kick the shit out of it. And yeah, that's that's what it looks like. Yeah. Bro, like, it's yeah. just, I, it was just like, really, it's just like, in See my. See how friendly that dog is yeah. in about a month. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. Like, the stories that they would say about him, just like, same thing. Like, yo, if they didn't like someone, <laughs> you're getting a boot to the fucking chin, my guy. <laughs> In a fucking, in a nice, like, shiny fucking 
<laughs> Police boot. Uh, to, to fucking... To boot. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking crazy, man. Those stories are... I don't know. They're just crazy to me. Like, I would fucking suck. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, the American prison system fucked. Yeah. And, Ugh. you know, there are other countries that have just as fucked systems. <laughs> but it We're basically just one long commercial for, like, Denmark and Swede- Swedish you know, prisons. You know, the Baltic states, okay? The Baltic countries... They're just nice. <laughs> They're pretty, too. Hella good tax laws. Yeah, and they pay their uh, they pay pretty well for um, employees and whatnot. They have a pretty good living state. Just yeah, it's just be cold white. as fuck up there. Yeah, I... <laughs> you just better be white. That's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I can't speak on that one. I don't know. Not a big fan of foreigners, those countries. <laughs> <laughs> We like you though. <laughs> we like we like all kinds of people. I, I, wait, we as in us in this room, or we as in this country? Because I might have a bone to pick with you, dependent. Obviously, we in this room. <laughs> we got no quarrels with nobody, unless you smoke crack. But that's usually only if you do it on our work time, like our work shift. So uh. you almost run us over. Yeah. Yes. And almost kill yeah, us. Yeah. Don't don't run don't run them over. Oh, speaking work. of you today, that girl, dude. <laughs> Today, that girl. <laughs> I can't even say it because it's just so foul to me, and so just like I can't even believe. Talking about the one that like fell asleep on the forklift twice. The one that hit the fucking electrical box. Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. that. So today she's like, you know, how she's never doing anything. Like she's always just running off and randomly like taking like forty-five minute bathroom breaks, then going, to, then getting out right. Right at the lunch break and mm-hmm. just taking another half. You know what I mean? Just being all over the place and stuff. Today, she literally, like, that was the issue that was coming up. And she literally showed a picture of her shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> she showed a picture of her shit in the toilet to the leads. Well, hold on. How do we know that's not our pre-shit? Yeah, <laughs> I know, bro. <laughs> I know. I shit any time to that picture. <laughs> she needs to hold up a newspaper by that shit. <laughs> no, she needs to get a lead going there and verify. <laughs> Yo, for... Yeah, dude, like... <laughs> enough said. <laughs> I can't even go. Like, that's just the story. I don't it's trust just, her as far as I can throw her, which isn't very far. <laughs> Dude, just the fact that like, dude, multiple leads came up to me, and they're just like, "Yeah." Then she showed me a picture of her shit. I was like, "What the fuck?" Did anyone ask her if it was a staged shit? Huh? Did anyone ask her if it was a staged? I'm not even getting. I can't. Like, Uh, maybe she got a little fake poopy that she carries around with her, and she can deploy it anytime. They do have those, like, you have to have her hold up, hold up a current newspaper right beside it. Maybe it's like those cans that you can keep your drugs in. You know, they're just like cans when you set them down, but it's a log of shit. Oh dude! I <laughs> oh my god! I just couldn't like like. Oh, the officer won't track my log of shit. Yeah, then she shows me. <laughs> That's great though. Could you imagine going into work? Who the fuck thinks they're just gonna get shown a picture of shit today at work? Dude, like, I think everybody has realized. I don't if, know if-, if everybody in our all the guys in our Discord, I know. So if y'all hear this, y'all know. But anybody else who's listening to this fucking podcast, I think y'all fucking realize that I, not we anymore, because Mike Dunn skedaddled. Yeah, I quit that place for that. And uh, I work at the fucking circus. <laughs> I work at a fucking I think circus. a circus might be calmer than where you work at. Dude. Some of it. 
Yeah. But yeah, I uh, yeah, I had to fucking say that because it got brought up today. Were you working at KFC when we saw Jen's Batwing? Yes. Yes, I was is, the first. I was that, the first. Is that worse than the shit or? Whoa, yes. 100%. Okay, there was another time. There's like three different instances like that I'll, I'll kind of compare. Uh, someone showing you their shit on the like that's just, like what we all like shit. okay whatever if you're Everyone trying to shits. prove if you're trying to prove a point whatever but okay totally unnecessary one time I was like 14 15 I was working at Arby's in Jersey Shore some guy had walked in and he was just like kind of like I didn't think anything different of him I just noticed that he came in and I was getting ready to take his order he went right to the bathroom okay so I'm waiting around and shit like that whatever he walks out no shoes on <laughs> <laughs> no shoes on. What? No shoes on. Where'd they go? My, uh, yeah, yeah. So instantly, I'm like a little grossed out. Like, fuck, man. Like, I don't want to touch this guy's shoes, but whatever. I'll get some gloves and get him out of there. So I, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I go into the bathroom. Shit is rubbed everywhere. The walls, the sink. The fucking mirror, the floors, the, the toilet, the urinal. He just, he, he, I don't know if he was on drugs or something, but he just explode. He just literally wiped it everywhere with his hands. He wiped shit all. Then why did he take his shoes off? I was thinking he here's was the rub. With his shoes. Here's the rub. <laughs> Only one shoe in the bathroom. Where was the second <laughs> Wait, did, you check the, did you check like the back of the toilet? Yes. Oh. One shoe in the entire bath, not in the trash can. One shoe. This motherfucker came in with both shoes on, walked out with none, and there was only one that could be found at the scene of the crime. What about the ceiling? Did anyone check the ceiling? No, yes, it was nowhere, bro. I'm telling my mom, because I walked I immediately walked out and I oh, looked fuck my you. mom was my manager. I looked right at my mom in the face. I was like, you do not pay me enough to clean that motherfucker. <laughs> And she looked at me like as soon as she went in, she like, she just gave up. Like she, she knew she's like, yeah, I don't pay you enough to clean that motherfucker. I'm so, calling somebody. People might get mad at me for doing that with my mom, but I was 14. No, that's that's. And I was allowed weird. to do it because I was a minor working for a restaurant. And f- no, nah, fuck that. I don't even care. I, I still would delegate that to someone else. I would not do, do that, that today. It was terrible. And then... And no one's going to pay me enough money to clean human shit off a wall. Sorry. And the ceiling, and <laughs> yeah, the sorry. urinal, and the sink. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, there's that type of thing, and then there was the bat wing. And this was just... Oh, my <laughs> We're God. We're not talking about an airplane, right? No. Damn. No. We had this terrible, terrible manager at KFC. She was just a terrible human being. Okay. She was just, like, drug-addicted, like... She was like a walking bag of tobacco, if you could ever like, you, okay. like you know those like bags of tobacco. Yeah. Like if they were made yeah. into like a cartoon person, it'd be this woman. Like she's just a disgusting human being old, to me. My old roommate, and the one time her like young daughter, like nine, shows just like knocks on the door and just shows up. It's like, is my mommy here? <laughs> she's yeah, been out wandering the streets. Just yeah, bro. Looking for her just mom. like walked. And over her mom's from upstairs there. getting plowed by her roommate. Everyone can fucking hear it. Yeah, bro. She was just disgusting. And then this one day, she like calls off work like last fucking minute. And our actual GM brings me into the office. She's like, Brad, come here, come here. I was like, what? She's like, you want to know why she called off today? I was like, 
why she just fucking turns around this picture and oh my god i ah uh, it was like her with her freaking leg up to the sink just like, like spread wide just spread wide she had like underwear on Bat- but they were batman panties but they were like way too small and it was just like she was like trying to say that she fell down and she had some bruise on her leg but it wasn't even there and it was just like why did you show me that? Like, why? Like, I was just, it was just the worst, like, fuck, and it's just stuff like that. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, so what would you rather do? Would you rather get shown a picture of shit or human shit? Like, you want to get actual feces and then just human shit? Or do you want to walk into a room where shit's just plastered on the walls? Which is worse. Honestly, I might take the shit on the wall because I'd have myself a nice laugh. But wouldn't you just have a nice laugh with a picture of shit on someone's phone and you no, could just laugh about it later? Yeah, it isn't as funny. It was foul, bro. I almost threw up. Yeah, I would oh, probably I bet. puke. Yeah, yeah, I bet. That's not funny. No, not at the funny. time. Okay, afterwards, I bet. <laughs> I was definitely laughing. I'm thinking long-term goal here. I was laughing afterwards, but I, d- I definitely remember like when I went in to look for the shoes... I didn't even see anything right away. I immediately almost just like, like threw up in my fucking mouth and then just like looked around and I was like, oh my fucking God. I imagine it's quite legitimately the scene from Daddy Daycare, except Brad is Eddie Murphy. Dude, it was bad. Oh, I was thinking when Dumb Meets Dumber, when he like goes to the bathroom and has like the candy bar in his pocket and like sits on the radiator. Uh, he yeah. goes to the bathroom and just starts smearing it everywhere. Then he finally like hops out the window because he was like scared because he was like yeah. mean to girl for the first time. The dad comes in. There's shit everywhere. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there was. Sorry for that tangent, but yeah, oh, there's. Uh, that's a funny story about that. So I don't know. You you get you get worse shit. You get shit on sometimes at work. Yeah. At least your day wasn't as bad as this lady's. Man charged in girlfriend's murder tried to sell car with victim dead in backseat. Sell car. Ah. Does the dead body come with the car? Presumably. Okay. Okay, so it's like a two-for-one deal. Yeah, you can take the, uh, you can take, like, the passenger lane whenever you want. No, it's ah, a BOGO. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is a hearse now? <laughs> hey, if it's a hers, that's good on gas mileage, probably. <laughs> Is it? Huh? Are are they? Yeah, because it's not an actual hers. Chris, oh, okay. If it's just a car turned hers, you're gonna yeah. get good gas mileage. Kristen's on it. brother used to drive a hers. Hell yeah! Watch a trunk space. I've I almost bought one, <laughs> but then my mom wouldn't let me. <laughs> so you're not buying a hers. Fair enough. Just think of all the things you could fit in the back. Yeah. Just like said. a dead body. I just, I just wanted to drive a hearse through town. Yeah. I literally just wanted to drive a hearse. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I wasn't going to change it at all. Uh, yeah. I was just going to put like a big pot leaf on the back. Yeah. <laughs> drive yeah, a hearse around town. Big ass fucking like mattress in the back or something like that. Yeah. Hey man, you want to get stoned to death? <laughs> yeah. Like a TV. Like just set it, you know, just set that whole fucking shit up. Just yeah. instead of put a fucking coffin, put a fucking room. So, we don't actually know a lot about the story. It's one to keep up with because, like, it's still, like, an ongoing... Ooh, like, future. Uh, but the body of 44-year-old Pamela Paz was found May 2nd in a parking lot area in Pennington Road. I don't actually remember where this was at. Oh, it was in Minnesota. That's right. Of course. I don't remember where in Minnesota. But uh, a medical examiner said she died from neck trauma and or strangulation. 
And during the course of investigation, the police identified 31-year-old Robert Miguel Johnson as the suspect, and they say he was her boyfriend at the time of the murder. Uh, he was interviewed and provided an alibi, which subsequently proven to be false, that the MNPD released in the press release. And a witness later told them that the day before uh, the body was found, Johnson attempted to sell her Dodge Charger with the victim deceased in the back seat. And you didn't call the cops? Oh, I'm assuming that's that's probably why. That's probably what led to this. Yeah, <laughs> led to it all. It took of them this. a day. Well, no, it was the day like they found the body a day later. But if it's in the car, well, but it, I don't think it was in. It was okay. in the car then. So when they, they moved it. Yeah, got it. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, if I just put a dead body in the car and then I call the police and tell them there's a body in the car and it takes them a day to find it, we need new police. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's not in question. Yeah, but we need even newer police then. <laughs> we got to add some to the curriculum again. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> especially with, like, lots of serial killers, like, they have interactions with the police all the time and the police don't do anything. Like, I mean, like you said about Jeffrey Dahmer earlier, there was literally a, a naked boy ran out of Jeffrey Dahmer's house into the street with a fucking hole in his Drilled head. Drilled in his literally head. Literally a hole. acid dripping yeah. from it. <laughs> I know. And they were like, here you go. Go do just the because, gay stuff in the house. Yeah. 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 Just because they're homophobic. Just because of, like, the time and everything like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I don't know. But I are think, you going to get away from it by changing the police? Because those are, like, people like that. When you're using Jeffrey, like, he's, like, he was super smart, right? No. He was an idiot. Really? Yeah. He's but just, aren't some of them? He's incredibly charismatic. That was more Ted Bundy. No one really liked Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer literally managed to talk his way... That's what I mean. It's like of his car. Yeah, in some way, like while they were looking for him, he had charisma. Yeah, that's like that's the one thing they say about him is like nobody. Like he might have been an idiot, but like he was smart in that way. Is because like he was just like in a like he was able to keep calm even though like the fucking the amount of stress that his like he would be under. Well, it's it's just he can talk his way out of shit like he. Most yeah, that's what I mean. It's like killers. he just went through. He's like killing. He like killed someone. Yeah, most serial killers and he's are like, very charismatic. Yeah, in the sense of they can talk their way. They could fucking sell you a rock, kind of deal. Okay. Um, some some of them are incredibly highly intelligent. You're very charismatic, Seth. Thanks, thanks, Brad. Yeah, how many corpses in your crawl space? Carry the one. Uh, Thirty-two. Hmm. So you're still good. Yeah, yeah. I still got space for at least eighteen more. Nice. Yeah, we're good. Hell yeah. And then I'm gonna dig a tunnel under into my neighbor's basement, underneath uh, that. You can frame him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't worry, we got this thought out. You could be like Robert Pickton and just have a pick farm. Yeah. No. If I ever, if I were ever to get rid of a body, that's the way I'd go. I'd go pigs. They just eat everything. And then mm. there's barely any bone left. Yep. You just got to get rid of that bone. You're not wrong. If you have pigs, you probably got a bone pit. Yeah. That or you could rent a boat and go out in the middle of the ocean and eat the bones in the ocean. Time down with something. Deep part of the ocean, though. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, but you won't get caught. Not if you have a boat. It's kind of easy work if you have a boat. I guess. That's why I said you rent a boat. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what? What do you mean you guess? Oh, I bet your boat rentals probably have trackers on them. Eh, that wouldn't be very good. So an Indian village has started to pray to the goddess Corona to rid them of the virus. Ooh. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I was kind of wondering how long it would take. India is 
really not doing well with COVID mm-hmm. at all. They're getting somewhat better, but it's still not good. I thought we were fucked for a little bit, and then we kind of got it a little back on track. But India is just like off the rails, down the cliff kind of deal. Damn. Oh, New York just like uh, got rid of all like their COVID mandates and everything the other day. And in the video, Cuomo's like, we came from the worst, and now we're being one of the best of the countries. And all I can think was like, yeah, you guys are doing so bad, you literally had corpses stored in U-Hauls because you didn't know where else to put them. Yeah. <laughs> like, just trailers of fucking bodies just liquefying in the sun because I had nowhere else to put them. Yep. Yeah, a lot of people died in New York. Devotees in Shuklapur village in the northern state of Uttar Pradesh having been offered prayers, holy water, and flowers at the bright yellow shrine where they have placed their idol of Corona Mata since they erected it in this week. Maybe with their blessings, the villagers, our village, and everyone else gets some relief, one villager who gave her name as Sangeeta said. In India, like we said, was hit by a hard surge of coronavirus in April and May, but there are signs that the worst could be over. Like, people, like, there's just no oxygen really to go around. People just suffocating on the street, like, it's rough. Damn. Hey, like I said, India is really not in a good spot right now. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me with how dense their population is. I mean, yeah. So a lot of people just I mean, packed it, in. Yeah, say India's got as many people as China, and they're all packed into big cities or, you know, towns or whatever. Except unlike China, India doesn't necessarily have all the best resources to combat the virus. Yeah, I mean, when you got it in China, they're coming away and you put in a, got put in a box in the back of a truck and taken away somewhere. Yeah, that's right. I'm not <laughs> saying it was humane, but I still like. Could you like? Still can't imagine that. Like two dudes, like three dudes, two dudes with assault rifles, and one dude with just a big chain yeah. coming up to your house. Like, all right, you guys got the corona, lock them up, and they just put the chain on their door and just locked them in there. Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucking nuts, That's dude. Fucking crazy. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, it would. So for this last one, I think kind of get a little funky with it, you know. Oh, okay. Got some videos for us to watch oh, during yeah. it. Oh yeah, finally get to use this. So uh, a woman who got stuck in a chair while making fetish content had to be freed with the jaws of life. <laughs> oh no. A woman who got stuck in a folding chair and had to be freed by the fire department using the jaws of life said the entire ordeal started with making, st- in quote, stuck fetish content. <laughs> I've done dozens of videos and I've had times before where I panicked and thought that I couldn't get out of something, but I've always pushed myself through it no matter how bad it hurts, Sydney Joe told BuzzFeed News. <laughs> I've had to unscrew things before, but I've never actually been entirely stuck like that. It was honestly really scary. Joe, who lives in Ann Arbor, Michigan, made an appeal on TikTok for advice after getting trapped between a black folding chair. So, like, you know like you know how a folding chair is? It has, like, the seat, yeah. and then there's, like, a bar that connects, like, where the legs, like, cross. Yeah. She was stuck between the bottom of the seat and that bar. Oh, shit. Like, it, like her ass was sticking out, like, the back of it, where, like, uh, the, front, like the flat bottom of the chair was on her front. Oh, <laughs> God. That's all the beginning of this video, and it's funny. Fucking fetish content. I generally pick areas that I'm pretty sure I can get out of, and saw the chair, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm able to get out of that. It's going to be a tight squeeze. I'm positive I can get out, she said. She said she was about 30 minutes into making the video when she realized she couldn't free herself. That's when I stopped recording and kind of panicked and went TikTok live, she said. And if you want to play the first one, Brad? (laughs) Cue... I'm doing 
I have been trying to get unstuck out of this metal chair. I'm literally stuck in it and I can't get out. And I'm panicking because I don't know what to do. I'm literally walking around like this. <laughs> just got a chair stuck to it. I just like suck in as hard as you. I literally can't. It's on my tailbone and my pelvic bone. I don't yeah, know how the I bone. It's not gonna fucking bend. I'm filming this for a video, obviously. I can't get. I'm. I'm literally stuck in this chair. <laughs> and the lawnmower people just came by. <laughs> I love how she just puts her hands down on it like it's a little table for her. She's been stuck with that for 30 minutes. She's got to adjust to it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. The 27-year-old shared that she has been creating content for fetish community for nine years and had grown a following for her stuck clips in particular. She said fans would pay $1.99 per minute to watch creators like herself place themselves in compromising positions and then get free. She's been doing this since she was 16? Yeah, bro. Oh, wait, nine years. 18. I did math wrong. I was like, that's illegal! <laughs> not really. It's not actual porn. But still... I just can't believe they paid $1.99 a minute to watch that. Yeah, that's... I don't get why people pay anything to watch anything like that. Yeah, I you mean... You can get it for free! See, okay... Well, there's people that like specific things. Okay. Yeah, I guess specific. Fetishes, I, I guess I'm not really surprised about. Yeah, fetishes when you got, more. Yeah, when you got an inch to scratch, man. Yeah. People that's what Jeffrey Dahmer was thinking. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But it's 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 funny, but it's no, true. Yeah, like it's when like true. that's just how we are as humans, man. Yeah. If you got a fucking itch, man, you gotta scratch it. And like people are fucking weird. We do weird ass shit. Typically they want to see you get stuck in something and actually struggle to get out, not like fake it at all, she said. They want to see you get unstuck at the end though. They don't want to see you permanently stuck. <laughs> That's nice of them. Yeah. yeah. At least they don't. <laughs> I want you to, you to do more. <laughs> I want you to grow. On this occasion, Joe found herself completely unable to break free, and on the advice of her TikTok audience, she made a call to the fire department, which we have. Which, <laughs> <laughs> like this, this video. So this video with the audio we're going to play is like, it's a reply to her TikTok that says, I want to hear what you said to the operators. <laughs> so then she plays the call. embarrassed to be calling and asking this um all my friends told me to call you guys but um i am stuck in a metal chair in my apartment <laughs> and i cannot get out i've been in this chair for like an hour and a half that I, I i don't know what to do I'm in a lot of pain, but I don't think I need an ambulance or anything. I just like need, I just need out of this chair. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thank you. Chair, um, it's literally just a black metal folding chair. Um. Like he has a check mark box for Yeah, he's got a check mark. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think right he's just trying. I think these people are just trying to be like as nice as they can be. Like they're also trained. It's done. It's done. Uh, it's repeating. Yeah, um, yeah, but they're they're like they're trained to deal with people. Like, 
Oh, to yeah. deal with people in emergencies. I mean, this dude's just happy yeah. the guy's not about to kill himself or kill his wife or something like that. Like, Dude, I'm really embarrassed to be calling you guys. All my friends said to call you guys. I saw the clip, though. Like, the- not a single one of her friends has a soul. <laughs> no, there's not oh, a single dude that she knows. There's not a fucking that uncle. Fucking chair. Yes. Oh, there's a fucking body part right there. You're just going to fucking cut. Dude, come on. Come on. I wouldn't trust myself to do that. But there but there are people out there that could easily like okay, I said a saw, but there's people out there that could easily just be like like grab some like clippers and just like just you know what I mean, like big well, like fucking That's actually how- what they try to use first when the when the fire department gets there, they have like this big pair of clippers that doesn't work, they have to actually get the jaws of life. Uh-huh. See Brad, see Brad, the fire <laughs> I, department couldn't do it with clippers. I didn't, I didn't bring you that know clip what? because it wasn't that funny, it was just them getting her unstuck. It's You know what? I can admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> the TikTok clip, which has now been viewed over more than 7 million times, shows firefighters arriving at Joe's home. After failing to flee her with bolt cutters, they changed tactics and used the jaws of life instead. Wow, man. Damn. Bolt cutters couldn't even clip one of them? Yeah. Yo, they should turn that into an advertisement for whatever fucking brand of chair that is. Because goddammit, it will not break. You can try to fucking cut it with bolt cutters. The only way this fucking chair is breaking is with the jaws of life. <laughs> I was freaking out when when it was behind my back, and I was, like, listening to it. I could feel, like, the metal, like, vibrating, like, on my bones and stuff. And I was just praying to God that I wasn't going to get severed, Joe said. Following successful- I wasn't going to get severed. Severed? Following a successful rescue, Joe was able to step out of what remained of the chair and was particularly grateful to the emergency workers. They were super nice and calm, and they even asked me if I wanted to hold the jaws of life and, like, try it out, but I declined. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Why? Like everyone else attending, firefighters were equally curious about how Joe managed to get herself stuck. I just said it was for a school project because I happened to live on a college campus, so they believed it. It was for a school project. You know they're going to see this. I definitely didn't feel like explaining the stuck fetish to them. I was already in a panic mode. Makes sense. (laughs) I I just saw that and I'm like, we got to talk about this. I don't want to promote this, but I'm going to. Sometimes uh, it's not bad to lie. (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes you can sell those little white ones well, you see, yourself. I was being paid $1.99 a minute To get myself unstuck from this chair And I couldn't Dude, so now I you're could here. get paid $1.99 <laughs> a minute To get stuck in a chair I would be so No, no, it's not getting happy. stuck, it's getting unstuck That's the thing they want yeah, to see Yeah, I know, I would be so happy Yeah, but I, I, think a, I think a good portion of it is getting stuck Because you gotta figure out different ways to get stuck Oh now. no, stepbrother, I'm stuck in my chair Oh shit, stepbrother, I'm actually stuck in my chair! (laughs) Oh god, no! So, you guys want to get to the main topic we have for today? Ooh, I'm I'm really excited. I always like Mike's. Mike always does some, like, alien or cryptid shit, and it's always some, like, creepy, fun... Just, I don't know, it's just some funny, fucking awesome topic or something. So like we said before, we're going to talk about the dog man. The dog man. So what is a dog man? You know? Like, it's a werewolf. What is a dog man? Dog man sightings are uh, very varied. They go from large dog sightings to upright, like the full upright bipedal seven foot tall monsters. Seven foot tall. Yeah. And there's three common, three different common types of dog men. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You have your type one, the canine type dog men, which is like your stereotypical werewolf like looking dog man. 
canine type do dog men are characterized by the fact they have canine style legs instead of hominid style legs, like a human or a Sasquatch would have. Instead of ankles, they have hawks. Instead of knees, they have a stifle joint. Not all canine type dogmen look the same though. Some dogmen have disproportionately large heads. Others are more hyena-like in appearance. Some are described as looking like Black Werewolf in the movie Van Helsing. Oh shit! <laughs> Rather specific. <laughs> yeah. In other, I, like I just imagined someone like reporting. Yeah, and then I saw the werewolf in Van Helsing ran by my car. <laughs> Sir, can we get a description of that? <laughs> yeah, have you seen that? Like this movie, he's like right here. <laughs> <That guy. laughs> I'm glad you asked that. I have it pulled up here. I have it pre-rolled up on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Other eyewitnesses say they saw a dogman that looked like a large timber wolf that was ambulating bipedally. So it was like shape of a wolf, yeah. just walking on the back legs, like yeah. upright. Not cool. That's kind of scary. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, you just see a dog like walking towards you like a person would, but wolf? it looks exactly like a dog. Still. Yeah, wolves are already fucked up enough. <laughs> Imagine if wolves walked fucking bipedally and just like manhandled you. Howdy, sir. He just <laughs> keeps walking like like he's yeah, talking. No, to tips his top hat. Fuck that. I guess I should say I got a lot of this information from dogmanencounters.com. Okay. All right. If you if you ever have a sighting of the dogman, you can go there and report it. Oh, okay. It's a they even have this nice map where you can like see the whole United States. Well, you see like the world, but it's like mostly focused in the United States that uh like just it has the different red dot where all the different dogman sightings are, you can click on them and like look at what the sighting was and everything. Yeah, it was pretty neat. <laughs> Damn. But about 95% of the dogmen eyewitnesses who contact dogmanencounters.com describe seeing dogmen that fit into the, the category, the canine-type dogmen. For whatever reason, canine-type dogmen seem to be more prone to aggression than other types of dogmen. That's not to say the others are docile by nature, though. That's good. That's good to know that the that the wolf-style dogman is docile. Well, no, no, no. no they're the not. most aggressive. Yeah, they're, they're I thought the you were saying the, the canine one was. Well, yeah, yeah, the canine one is, but that's not to say the others are docile. Uh, Just the canines are the most aggressive of the dogmen. That's fucked up. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we get, like, a cool one that's, like, chill? Have you seen dogs? Hey, man, they're just trying to live, too, you know? They're chill. Not all. They gotta eat. Yeah, but... If, if they are, if you want to subscribe to the theory that cryptids are living, breathing things, they gotta eat somehow. Ginger yeah, is but... incredibly aggressive. <sighs> I just like to believe that they. I mean, really there's also the other theory that, like, I don't want to go too far into it, but like, go far all, into it. All like, all alien sightings, all you like UFO sightings, all cryptid sightings, all ghost sightings, they're all just the same thing. Basically, it's just how your mind perceives it. Like, oh, like this person it's is just prone to seeing a ghost. Like, like they see a weird anomaly in space and time, and they just perceive it as a ghost. Yeah. Whereas, like, the person next to them would see it, and they might see it as a Bigfoot. Or, like, the person next to them might see it as a UFO or an alien. I mean, if you really want to do it, you can look up the Goblin Universe. That's what, like, this theory is called. That's a pretty cool theory, it's, though. It's, like, it basically the same actor just wearing different masks, if you want to think about it like that. But they're wearing the different masks all at the same time. So what is it? What? Well, it I mean, a lot of people think it's, like... If you, if a lot of people that subscribe to that theory think it's energy from another dimension that's either laid over top of ours or is trying to poke through to ours to interact of some sort, because I mean, if, if you think it's the theory that it's over top of ours that we exist in the same space, just on different dimensions, you just get like little peaks whenever like it lines up. Yeah. But then there's the other theory where it's something that comes here from this dimension, like there's like a hole somewhere or something, like a skinwalker. Conjunction skin of spheres. Yeah, almost. 
like on a Skinwalker Ranch, which is like a sighting, like a place where like a lot of like different like paranormal you know, UFO things happen. There's a series on Hulu, just a documentary on Hulu that just launched about that. Yeah, it's like eight episodes long. It's pretty cool. Yeah, hmm. a new owner just recently bought it, and yeah. that, they started making this about it. Because before it was owned, it was owned by Robert Bigelow, and he contracted out to the government to research it for like the longest time. Yeah, uh, it was pretty cool. But they say on Skinwalker Ranch, there's a lot of, like, portals that, like, they appear. And, like, I've seen videos of, like, infrared where, like, it's literally, like, you see would be, like, the heat of, like, something where everything else around it is cool. cold. And then you see something come out of it and just, like, walk away. Like, for real. Like, you don't see anything on a camera, but, like, with, like, infrared and, like, heat sensors, you can see this. You gotta show me one before you leave here. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch is pretty fucking cool. I need to see that shit. Uh, and... If- as for the canine-type dogmen, it's obviously the members of the Kennedy family, so, like, the canine family. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no one knows what their origins are or how to classify them. No one knows where they came from. Well, I mean... Where did Bigfoot come from? That's kind of, like, the thing, right? No, I mean, like, where the original, like, sighting or, like, original stories came from. Oh, like, I mean, they, they're almost as, like, old as people are, really. Like, werewolves, like... Yeah. People talked about werewolves and like, so. Are werewolves. we talking about werewolves? Not specifically. Not like uh, human transforming into monster. It's but it could be like the, what you were talking about about one thing wearing one mask and the other. Oh well, yeah. I mean, definitely. Like, but I mean, right now we're talking as if they're like living, breathing creatures. Correct. That's how. Okay, so two different that. theories. A yeah. werewolf is one thing, and a dogman. Like a werewolf could run up on a dogman. Well, but a werewolf is like the, think of a the person transforming into. Yeah, that's a what I mean. Is like a, it's the theory. It's the two separate theories of like a person turning into a. Yeah, and the it's, other one is just, just a fucking a These are just a beast. A, yeah, it's just a monster. Okay. It's, no, it's never never a human. Never really was a human. It's just. Just a monster. Yeah, I guess that's what I was going to get into is, like, what makes it the man part of the dog. Well, it's because it's bipedal. Yeah, bipedal. It's walking on two legs and, like, kind of, like, has, like, a human shape, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. The type 2 dogmen, which are kind of, like, the least common of the dogmen, but I don't know. I thought they were interesting, so I brought it up. I can only really find, like, one story about these, but uh, these have almost completely human or, like, shadow bodies, like, non-corporeal, but they have the head of the dog in the style of like Anubis. So it's just the head of a, like the dog where the rest of the body would be like either a person or it's kind of like shadowy, like, like almost like a ghost. Huh. And these seem to be more like spirits and entities than like actual physical creatures. Like they would appear at the end of people's beds or like in shadowy corners, like that kind of stuff. Like the, the one story I found is that, I mean, I don't, don't know how true this is. Cause I mean, it seems kind of fishy, but like someone in LA said they like woke up in the middle of the night and at the foot of their bed was standing this creature that looked like this. And then like after, like they kind of like met eyes and then just gone. Hmm. Damn. Dog man sighting. Take a little sip of Wawa here. Gotta wet your whistle. Yeah. Getting we'll all be right back after man. this water break. And we're back from this water break. <laughs> So then we have the Type 3 Dogmen. Yeah. These motherfuckers. Fuck them. So just like with the Canine do- Type Dogmen, not all of them look the same, but they have like similar features throughout them. And they're categorized by their hominid-style legs. So like they're more person-looking. Like uh-huh. they have like a straight leg and a knee like a human would. Uh-huh. Instead of having like claws on their hands like the Canine do, they have just fingernails and stuff. Uh, they have knees and ankles just like a human or a Sasquatch. This is because they're not canons. They're actually, they're actually type 3 Sasquatches. They're not actually dogmen. It's... What the fuck? There's different categories of Sasquatches. 
and type three Sasquatch is, is a type three dog man. Yeah, is a dog. Is a, it, it has the snout of like a dog, not really like the ape face. It has more of a dog face, Jesus. but it's still bipedal, like the big chest, the uh, like the big powerful arms that are like human arms, not like canine arms. Jesus Christ! And they, like I said, they have fingernails instead of like claws. Damn, <laughs> the dog man is a Sasquatch. Oh, they also don't have like the sharp canine teeth. They just have like the regular ape teeth. Okay. I have some pictures if you want to look at them. We can post those later. Damn. Ooh, that's the type. That's the canine, and then the type three. Damn. Dude. So do you mean the, like? Do you see what I mean? Though how I'm distinguishing the two? Like the one is like more person. Well, the other is like a dog with like the dog legs. Bro, I don't want to run up on either one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, the other one is literally a werewolf. Yeah. Like, except it's just not a person. Yeah, yeah so that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, it's not like the human transforming into it during the full moon. It's just Correct. a it's creature. Not, it's not a curse. Yeah. 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 And then we have the howl, recorded howl of a suspected dog man, if you would like to play that. Mike came with fucking receipts today. <laughs> I love it. To me, that sounds almost like like a husky's, like oh, you know, but like deeper, like deeper in the chest. Very. Yeah. It was really deep. So probably the most famous dogman sighting has been the Bra- the Beast of Bray Road in Wisconsin, which Ooh. is it's a road that runs uh, outside the city of Elkhorn, and it basically just connects like to like to another road. Yeah. Like it's just like a little like back road that yeah. runs by some farms. Uh, so a hairy humanoid with carrying on features, the Beast of Bray Road has been sighted in Wisconsin dating back to the 1936 on a rural road outside of Elkhorn. More recent, more recent sightings in the 1980s and 90s placed the creature in Racine, Walsworth, and Jefferson counties. Those who have seen the beast describe him as eating or hunting or scavenging. A lot of the sightings of the dogman, especially the canine type dogman, is either them like hunting or looking for food or just sitting there like eating it. Yeah. Like one time, uh, a man described he like turned the bend in the road like, <coughs> out in the woods. His headlights flashed and he saw what looked like. Just like the dog man, just sitting there, just eating something, sitting almost like as a raccoon would, like sitting on his hind legs, and, like using his hands to like eat it. Yeah. yeah. They've also been seen a lot around like water too. Like they kind of almost clean their food, like the raccoon does. Like they're taking huh. it down to water and like clean it. Uh, also known as the man wolf, bear wolf, indigenous dog man, it is said to be around six feet tall with gray and brown fur. It resembles the face of that of a wolf with shiny yellow eyes, pain- pointed ears. <laughs> Its body, though furry, looks like a muscular man. The creature is said to run and walk on all fours of its legs, oh or just its hind God. legs. It has been spied sitting on its haunches and kneeling like a man. Just, just a dog man kneeling in the woods. Literally, you. yeah, literally yeah. that picture that you have there on the right. Like, that's just terrifying. Yeah, dude. Like, that is absolutely fucking terrifying. That thing looks like it would absolutely, it would just swing its hand and, oh, and literally you take your head off. Yeah, yeah. It looks like like, like it, I think you would look like like a bear emoji or something if that thing got to you. Maybe even worse because of like the sinew that it would have, and it's not just like this big. It's like it it has flexibility to yeah. kind of get the torque, the whip. Yeah, yeah, like 
bears are just kind of like they have the claws which are gonna fuck your face up and stuff but it's like brute it's like yeah i'm gonna stomp you to death like that thing like can like just rip you up yeah it looked like at least the one that i'm going off of the picture which i'll post in the when we but it's like the stereotypical like yeah like just yeah just like the muscular like build of them and shit it's like dude that's fucking terrifying some researchers, consider, some researchers consider the beast of Bray Road to be identical to the kind of Wisconsin Bigfoot the locals call Bluff Monster or Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> oh, it's just old Eddie mucking about in the woods. No, don't worry about Eddie. <laughs> yeah, he's going to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Others, including many Native Americans, believe it to be the Wendigo, which is often inspired in Minnesota. And the Wendigo is either like a monster like that, or it's can also some, like people believe it's the spirit of cannibalism basically correct or yeah. like famine it would get in like it basically it gets into you like it, it possesses you like a ghost or demon does and then it just drives you to want to like kill your family and eat them i thought it was eat anything well eat anything but usually it's your it just starts well, with your family it starts yeah because they're the closest yeah. thing yeah you literally have an insatiable hunger for everything but honestly the reason they kind of think that is, is like they would find like and back in like back in the old times, you know, when there was no electricity or anything, and people were really rural, they would come back through a winter, and there'd be one guy left of his whole like village or his little like family settlement, you know, and he ate the rest of them. And that's like kind of how I the mean, Wendigo got started, probably, probably because well, he was just hungry. <laughs> well, no, the Wendigo was in Native American. Oh, well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, like the that's what the Amer- Native Americans believe. Like they would find like like a dude would come back from like wintering, and his whole family would be dead, and probably ate him. Yeah. And that's kind of how, like, the Wendigo legend started. <laughs> yeah, though, if you fucking ever walk up on a Wendigo, you you don't. You don't. Uh, others believe that it has simply been misidentified and is a wolf or bear or simply a large feral dog. But... We uh, know better. Oh, yeah. I mean, bears can walk on their hind legs, and they can for a fair distance. Yeah, it's actually pretty crazy to watch. I've seen videos of bears just walking. But they don't have like, speed. Yeah, not That's the thing. They, they don't have, like, like some of these like people claim that, like, it zoomed by them at, like, 40, 50 miles an hour. Yeah, bipedaling. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, bears aren't going to do that. They're going to stand up to let you know, like, bitch, I'm here. I'm bigger than you. I'm like, it might, like, walk around a little bit. But like I mean, even like, it for like a decent, even for like a decent distance, yeah. But like, yeah, but it's gonna, gonna be like one. It doesn't matter. At a time. Yeah, and they're not gonna run at you. Like they're not gonna run at you on two. Yeah, legs. until it does. Yeah, until yeah, it drops to all fours. Then, then it, yeah, it just doesn't matter. That thing's catching you. You're done uh, until it actually starts running at you at forty miles an hour, and then you realize you misidentified that bear. <laughs> it's actually a dog, man. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, thank God. Thank I God thought that it was a bear. a bear. Fuck. So, At least my death will be quick now. <laughs> the thing I think that's cool about, uh, at least, like, these first couple sightings that I have here, is that, like, so, imagine, like, here's Elkhorn, right? And then there's the highway that, like, goes right by the city, like, that's just, like, the highway for the city, and then right on the other side of, like, that, where, like, the exchange is, like, where people get on off of the highway is where, like, three of these sightings happen. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, right on the other side of that. And that's Bray Road that starts right there. Because, mm. like, Bray Road goes under the high, Like, it starts in the city and goes out under the highway and then just keeps going. Hmm. Three different sightings. Oh, I mean, there's a there's a ton on that road. But, the, like, these oh, ones geez. I thought... Because, like, these ones are, like, literally right there. Like, like here's the city and, like, literally right here, people were seeing the dog, man. Like, that's... Cr- I don't know. I just thought that was crazy. Uh, a dairy farmer from Elkhorn named Scott Bray. And there's a lot of Brays in these. Like... Which is, huh. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it's like a pretty common name around there. Yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, you're gonna find names of roads, but I just thought it was interesting. 
Uh, Scott Bray, who reported seeing a strange-looking dog in his pasture near Bray Road in September-October of 1989, he said that the beast was larger and taller than a German Shepherd and had pointed ears, a, a hairy tail, and long gray and black hair. He added that it was built very heavy in the front, as if it had a strong chest. He followed the dog to a large pile of rocks, but the creature had vanished. He did find that it had left behind huge footprints, though, which disappeared into the grass of the pasture. Fuck that. <laughs> These yeah, motherfuckers like, always There's a dog me. in my field. Let's go follow it. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, wait. That dog has pectorals? That dog's <laughs> pecs are bigger than my head. Like, what? And now, Why do you always follow it, motherfucker? Get about a gun. Uh, a quarter mile of the road closer to the town now, uh, from that sighting, a woman saw what she claimed to be a dog-headed thing in a cornfield. She, like, she didn't get a very good look at it, but she just saw some like some big dog-headed thing in a cornfield and was like, oh, I'm getting out of here. Damn dog that. It was just a fucking scarecrow that the farmer has. <laughs> and then it was also seen even closer to the town, like on the turn, that like basically like, because like you come out of the city, you pick a turn, and then you just keep going straight on Bray Road. But uh, right at that turn there, uh, an RN who was with two teenagers in 2004 saw what she says to be the dog man as it ran across this uh, road in front of her. At least they're not like deer where the fucking second they see headlights, they just stop. Uh, her headlights revealed a large animal in a stooped, it, it stooped but upright position at the side of the road. She thought it was a person until she got close enough to see it had the head of a wolf. <laughs> That'd be that'd be kind of scary. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like if you if that if you would actually walk up on that picture of that thing, I'd shit my fucking pants. <laughs> I'd be like, God fucking damn it! This is the worst thing I've ever think. Like maybe it wouldn't eat you then, huh? Maybe it wouldn't eat you then because you maybe. smell. Maybe. Natural like, ooh, he's spoiled. Right he's fucking spoiled, yeah. man. Like, I hope. Because, <laughs> dude, fuck that, man. Like that's what I'm saying. Like. Yeah, or just think of it like I always get away from that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like anytime I'm in the woods, I always have that on my mind. It's like, dude, like, what if you ran up on a fucking bear or something like that? Now, fuck that thing. At least a bear, you have a chance to get away from. Uh, still, chance. Uh, you're yeah, you're still fucked. Bro. I know, but you have a chance. Yeah, that thing's gonna fucking run you down. Especially if it's hungry. You could you could get lucky and, and scare it. I and because it's People, a dog, it probably has great scent. So people, if you try to fucking hide from it, it's just gonna sniff you out. People get lucky and fucking get big and yeah, you know I mean, kind of scare it off, but still. I mean, there's like, there's over a thousand people that go missing in the woods every year. Yeah, that's just. I mean. Yeah, yeah, that happens. I'm not saying the dogman takes them all, but it's just <laughs> them all. Yeah, them all. People, people go missing, you know yeah, what I mean? People like people aren't paying attention and then there's a sudden cliff or you know stuff like that it happens. It is fucked. The woods are fucked up. Woods are really fucked up. You've got to you be get. you've definitely got to be alert and careful when you're in the woods. Yeah. Like just any woods. Woods are fucked up. You fucking fall in the middle of the woods, break your leg or some shit. It's going to be a fucking really tough time crawling back out because you're not getting cell service, at least in our state. You walk you walk fucking 10 minutes into the woods, boom, cell service can be gone. So, like, you got to tell people where you're going and you fucking, you hope they send help then. <laughs> uh, so a woman named Lorraine Andreary in 1999 saw another sighting. 
One night in the fall of that year, 24-year-old bar manager, Lorraine Endesrari, was rounding a curve on Bray Road, and she saw what she thought a person kneeling hunched over on the side of the road. When she slowed down, she took a closer look at the figure on the passenger side of her car. She was no more than six feet away from it at the time. The sighting lasted for about 45 seconds, and she stated that she clearly saw a beast with grayish-brown hair, fangs, and pointed ears. His face was long and snouty, like a wolf. I just can't believe she just stared at it for that long. Like, I mean, I get it. It takes like a minute to fucking process. What are you? Yeah, like, I mean, when you see something brand new that you're not expecting anywhere, it it takes your brain like a fucking minute to catch up and be like, wait. Like, she's driving down the road, right? You see up ahead of you, like you go, go around a curve and you see up ahead of you, there's a thing like stooped up at the side of the road. Why are you even slowing down? Just keep going. You got places to be, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, people feel safe inside their cars, and people are naturally curious, so they're like, I can slow down a you little bit. You shouldn't when the dog man's lurking. Yeah, dog oh, man I'm not saying out. the dog man can't just rip that fucking door off its hinge, but... Dog man ain't gonna catch me slipping. The farther away from Elkhorn down Bray Road, it seems the sightings get more intense. The first werewolf sighting to go public... Uh, occurred on October 31st, 1999. A young woman named Doristine Gibson from nearby Elkhorn was driving along Bray Road near uh, Delavan. As she neared the intersection of Hospital Road, she leaned over to change the station in her radio when she felt her right front tire jump off the ground as if she had hit something. Concerned, she stopped the car and got out to see what it was. Finding nothing on the roadway behind the car, she began to look around. As she peered into the darkness, she suddenly saw a dark, hairy form racing toward her. She did not see what the figure looked like from the distance at which she was standing, about 50 feet. But she did see the figure was quite bulky, and she would later compare it to the form of someone who worked out continually with weights. Started by the oncoming form, and by the sounds of its heavy feet, she quickly retreated to a car. She jumped in and attempted to drive away when the beast jumped onto her trunk. Luckily, it was too wet for the creature to hang on, and it fell off onto the pavement. Dorstein what? returned to the site later on that evening with a young girl that she was taking out trick-or-treating. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just going to bring know. this fucking child back to this scene where this beast jumped onto my car. Very totally logical. Totally say I'm bringing back up. No, she brought bait. Uh, <laughs> see, Mike's out here thinking. I was thinking she was going to use the little girl's fucking muscle. Like, okay. fuck that. I'm tripping this bitch. Yeah, you just got to be faster than the little girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dorstein returned to the site later. Uh... Where was it? Oh, and then she saw, when she, uh, she was taking the girl to the train, she saw a large form on the side of the road. When she saw the creature moving, she ordered the child to lock her door and drove quickly away from the scene. Well, it's like you go back looking for it, and then, oh, there it is. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a picture. Oh, well, it was 1999. Fair enough. Uh, another reported sighting. Like, that that one was actually one of the first ones to come out about the Bray Breach Road. Yeah. And then after that one came out, a lot of people started coming forward, too, and it was like, oh, like, I've seen weird things in the woods, too. And, like, a lot of people, like, started reporting their sightings. Uh, this one, encounter with a creature, occurred in early February of 1992. It happened around 10.30 p.m. on Highway H, about six miles southwest of Bray and Hospital Road's intersection. A young woman named Tammy Bray, who worked for the retirement home, was driving along when a large dog-like animal crossed the road in front of her. She quickly punched the brakes and slid to a stop. Just about the same time, the creature turned and looked at her. She described the creature as having a broad chest, pointed ears, and being covered with matted brown and black fur. The narrow nose, thick neck, and shining yellow eyes of the beast quickly convinced her that it was not looking at just she was not looking at any sort of dog. Finally, it continued on, unafraid to cross the road, and then she noted that it walked 
strong in front, more slouchy, sloppy-like in the rear. Tammy drove home and hurried into her house to tell her husband, Scott Bray, and then she had, and then she had seen the same animal that early... Uh, she, she hurried into her house to tell her husband, Scott Bray, that she had seen the same animal that he had earlier seen in the pasture. And that's kind of like a common thing. Like, a lot of these people have, like, repeat sightings. Like, it comes back to them. Like, especially with one later on where, like, a lady saw it in the woods and then she came home. And then she said they, like, they saw it in their yard then. And then, like, later on they said they saw it, like, outside their window. Like, like right Fuck up against their window. Shit. Yeah. So it kind of like seems like stalk people almost. Hmm. The creature was even bold to venture into town. People were reporting that the cats go missing very frequently in 2007 before one woman finally uh, saw a biped creature walk across her street in the middle of the Elkhorn suburbs. So like cats are going missing and then all of a sudden like one lady just one day looks out her fucking window and you just see it walking down the street. <laughs> That'd be something, something to see. Yeah, yeah it would be. And you go get a gun. <laughs> it's gone by then. Huh? It's gone by then. Depending on how close your gun is. And hopefully you don't just piss it off. Hmm? And hopefully you don't just piss it off. I don't care. Fuck that. <laughs> Got my neighborhood, buddy. You brought we're a going pea to war. shooter. Sorry, we're going to war, you buddy. You brought a pea shooter. If you're coming after my cats, fight. we're going to fucking war, buddy. I just wouldn't shoot it unless it was actually coming after me. No, I'm getting a shotgun and I'm blasting that motherfucker. <laughs> if there is a fucking dog... If there is a werewolf walking down the street, I am blasting that motherfucker. I don't care. I will be that stupid first person in the fucking film. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck that. I'm not letting you fucking... They're need territorial. To, They're dogs. Need to keep some fucking silver bullets on you. I, Dude. Nothing but. So, uh, there's this woman named Linda Godfrey, and she was actually an Elkhorn reporter. But then, like, once all these sightings, like, started coming to light, she was like, hmm, like, this is kind of interesting. And, like, she started going around, like, interviewing more people and stuff, and she wrote a whole book about it. Uh, this is one of the people that she interviewed. Hi, my name is Eric, and I spent many uh, days out on Hospital Road as my best friend lived there when we were 11 until now. I'm currently 30 years old, and I guarantee that the Bray Road Beast is very real. I can't even talk about it without tears coming to my eyes. First, I'll tell you what I really didn't believe in anything like this. But this baby is real, is the real deal. Okay, we, there were three of us camping, and we started a small fire and suddenly realized that we needed a couple of chairs. At this point, two of us left on the tractor with a trailer to make the long trek back to the house to grab some chairs and a couple other items needed for camping. On the way back, we encountered our good friend, Pale White, running with everything he had to get somewhere safe. He told us there was something like a werewolf out there, and there was no way he was ever going back out there, nor back to this area. The farm boy, The farm boy we were... The farm boy we were with just laughed because he didn't believe in this type of thing either. The two of us went out there to the campsite only for a split second and right away the howling began. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, but as this howling got closer and closer, I caught a glimpse of what, there, what was out there with my spotlight and I totally freaked out, started my dirt bike, and my big farm boy friend was screaming, you're not leaving me. <laughs> you're not leaving me. <laughs> he jumped on the tractor and I have never rode so fast in my life across a fully tilled field without caring about anything but getting away. He was so mad and scared at the same time because the tractor was not nearly fast as the dirt bike, but at this point I was saving my own ass. It's true as it stands on its hind legs and as vicious as hell looking, and its howl is something too scary sounding. That is unimaginable to say the least. I'll never go back out there, not even with a gun. Yeah, see Brad? <laughs> not even with a gun. You walking down my neighborhood, buddy, we got fucking problems. 
That is fucking nuts, though. Fucking dog man come around here, boy. So you want to play that other video we have now? Four. Mike, Mike came with fun. <laughs> I love it. He came prepared. What are we watching? Oh, uh, this is a guy just describing, like, what he's, like, been going on to him. Uh, my name is Robert Welch. Uh, Hi, Robert. This is Road, Caledonia Road, Bridge of the Fish Off. We channel catfish here at night. Been fishing here for 20 years. In the last two years, now we've been getting growled at, and hearing wood knocks, and had large stones thrown at us and been chased out of our... Wow. Oh, what happened? The last little bit of it didn't load. Oh, I mean, that, that was pretty much the end of it, though. Yeah, he just goes on to say that they've basically chased been, like, out chased out of their fishing spot that they've had forever. Yeah, for 20 years, he said. But uh, the thing I want to point out from that video is, like, the tree knocking, the wood, th- like, the rock throwing. Those are all major Bigfoot, like, activities. Like, that's all, like... B- really? Bigfoot just chucks rocks at people? That, like, yeah. A lot of, like, almost all, of, like, the Bigfoot things start out with the people hearing tree knocking. Where, like, a big stick's being banged against a tree. Yeah, which, which is also something apes do in like actual in like the actual wild. Yeah, yeah. and uh, but I mean, there's no big apes in like North in America, America, North America where yeah. like, these ha- things happen. And the stone throwing is also another thing. How big are we talking about when we say stone? From pebbles to like like fist sized stones sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think hits you in the head. You're going down. It hits you anywhere. You're fucked. But also, if a fist sized stone, if someone threw a fist sized stone and hit you in the fucking femur, bro, that would fucking blow. Yeah, it probably wouldn't break, though. Uh, Femurs are fucking thick. Okay, if we're talking about a Sasquatch fist, though. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean, it is fucking chucking these things. Like, they, they, said, they also depends on how from. fast it's It's like a seven, eight-foot fucking, f- like... I was say, it depends on how fast it actually is biffing. I don't know. I'm going to say that a fucking Bigfoot can chuck a fu- can chuck something. Yeah, but if a chimp can rip your fucking arms well, yeah, off your body. Well, I guess the thing is, is it throwing the stones to specifically try to hurt you, or is it trying to scare you off? Yeah, usually it's to scare you Because off. if it's just trying to scare you off, it's probably not putting fucking all of its oomph behind its fucking throat. But I'm going to say that this motherfucker's pissed off and he wants to. Okay, and then yeah, it could probably break your feet. I would the suck getting hit by oh, any, for sure. any yeah. fucking Bigfoot thrown. I mean, an eight foot tall gorilla is gonna throw a stone at you, like yeah. Gonna if it hurt. if it's gonna put everything behind it, it's gonna try to kill you. Yeah, it would probably break your femur. But uh, yeah, so I wanted to point out this video because that's like a lot of the uh, like Bigfoot behavior. So like that would be like a type three dog yeah. man or like mm. three stone squatch. You want to go there? Uh, but another thing is also like. That's a lot of, like, the same activity that, like, poltergeist, like, is reported. Like, when people have, like, a supposed poltergeist in the house, like, things getting thrown around, knocking and banging. Like, that's another, like... Yeah. Is, like, all leads back to the goblin universe again. The only thing is with poltergeists, you tend to have sightings of, like, other stuff, too. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily just knocking and banging. Well, usually it's, that's how it starts out. It starts yeah. out with like that small knocks in the middle of the night, and then things go missing, and then things start getting thrown around. You know, say missing, then missing things is definitely a big, um, a big one on there. But, I mean, if you're on like, it's not your house. Like if you're out in the woods, you're yeah, not going to notice that's when true. things things can't go missing in the woods if there's nothing that's actually owned. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, this twig that was there 30 seconds ago isn't there anymore. I didn't even see the twig. Where'd that leaf exist. go? So for this next one, like this picture kind of goes with the uh, the next sighting. Oh shit, that is just a werewolf. Yeah, that's a that's a human fucking. That's a werewolf. It's just 
just more it's more standing it's on more its hind human. legs. And yeah, it's more human than like a feral werewolf. And it almost has like its arms with like like a praying mantis like position. Yeah. It looks like a worgen from World of Warcraft. Well, that's supposedly what this guy saw in, in this next sighting. Yeah, it's literally a worgen from World of Warcraft. I had no idea such things existed prior to seeing it, and merely assumed I was having a bizarre hallucination. Then I blinked my eyes and it was still there. I tried to rationalize all sorts of things and tried to laugh it off until mentioning to my neighbor, who was also not originally local to Walworth County, and I just read a library book on the Walworth County Werewolf. To me, it looked like a starved Bigfoot with a wolfish face, weird arms in a praying mantis type way, the way it held them bent at the elbows. The darn thing must have been seven feet tall for it to have appeared as it did in that window. A month or so prior to my sighting, the wildlife stopped coming to the backyard and things got creepily silent, which is a indication that usually big predator, like apex predators, Correct. Are around. Yeah. Which is not good. No, no, it's not. <laughs> But that is something useful for people to know is that normally when wildlife goes silent, it, it does mean that there's even like a bear mm-hmm. around or something like that. Uh, neither my husband or my kids nor myself wanted to spend any amount of time on the back patio. If you go to Linda Godfrey's, well, and then he talks about how, but like where do you see the picture that I showed you guys? Uh, he, but the only just thing he says is that it looked like more gaunt. Than that picture. Like, it looked a lot more bonier. And, like, almost as if it was starving. Oh, shit. Uh, I never wanted to see this type of thing again. It was scary as hell. That does kind of remind me of a Wendigo, though. Mm-hmm. If you make that picture a lot more bony. Like, you know, that could be a Wendigo. I could see that. Uh, I met tons, and I meet tons of people in the area who sighted similar, but were too embarrassed to admit it openly. It's fairly common here. I have no idea what this thing was. I just know that it wasn't a pleasant experience. After initially thinking I was seeing things, it was still there. Since I was laying in bed with my newborn son, I felt this horrible sense of being prey, for lack of a better word. One thing's for sure, it's a great story to mark the beginning of my now 11-year-old son's life. Damn. That's nuts, though. Just see one of those things fucking peering well, through he your was, window. Yeah, he was basically like laying on his couch with his newborn, and he just saw that thing looking through his window. Yeah, I'd shit myself. Hello? <laughs> Can I borrow a cup of sugar, neighbor? <laughs> yeah. One of my then neighbors said he and his mom were hauling something to the dump outside of Williams Bay, Wisconsin at dusk when something similar to what I saw jumped out from behind something. Apparently, they hightailed it back to the car and never went back to that place again. My desire for long, leisurely walks in the woods has been severely curtailed since the experience. I am really, I am now really happy I live in town. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, this thing scared this guy so much that he moved out of Wisconsin and moved to, like, a big city. I mean, I get it. I get that. Oh, yeah, this one. This one I thought was kind of weird. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. I wish I knew what website it was. But this isn't, like, a, basically another website. Well, it's not specifically about the dog man. But it was just what like, like a cryptid. Yeah, sharing. people like report like their cryptid sightings and stuff. Hi, I'm Mike from the Sheboygan, Minnesota area. No, you're not. <laughs> you're Mike from this area. This is true what I am about to describe. On November 24th, 2010, me and two of my friends went out at night around 12 a.m. We were not hunting, but we had weapons. We were looking for a spot to set up our blinds for the muzzle loading season when we crossed from a field with tons of deer beddings. We came into another field with none whatsoever. We continued through this field and came across some kind of game trail. We decided to venture down the trail into the woods. We got maybe 300 yards back and started hearing heavy breathing and snapping sounds in the thick brush to our right. 
We thought maybe coyotes, but we got to a corner and we stopped in our track. In front of us, maybe 60 yards away, was something blacker than the woods standing on two feet and stood between 6 foot 8 and 7 foot 4. I don't know how he got those specific measurements, but... Nah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> we slowly turned away and backtracked. Before we got to the field, the same thing again was in front of us. We turned around for a second time and then turned back and it was gone. We got into the field, we noticed that there were four more of these creatures, one on each corner of the field just standing there. We saw one move halfway behind a tree. At this point, we were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be freaking out when I saw the first one. We made, made, we made our way through the field and got to the edge, and there was one standing directly in the middle of the trail entering the woods. We hauled butt back home, and the whole way we felt like we were being watched and stalked. We have been out every night since then. We have learned not to use lights because it comes closer than 60 yards. The closest it has been to me was maybe 25 yards and was moving closer. At that point, I shot at it. There were five total that we saw the first night after I shot at one. We went out last night, and there were only four, and they seemed more aggressive. In the field, it seemed it seemed they tried hurting us into a corner. Hmm. So, I mean, that, like, assuming it's true, it shows, like, an intelligence and almost, like, a pack hunting. Well, yeah, if they're anything related a, a to canine, most, yeah. yeah, canines, they hunt in packs, and they the way that what they do is they get their prey and do a fucking small group and then they attack they try to ex- they try to exile one from the pack and then take them down you gotta come guns blazing they Fuck had them. guns they shot one no he shot at one well he said there were only four the next night and they were more aggressive they were probably out for blood oh he should have got them all well i you know you can only shoot so many bullets so fast and I mean, apparently, like, it took one down because when they went out again, they only saw four, so. And they were more aggressive. That makes me think they were, uh, not happy. Yeah. I don't know. That's fucking nuts. Why'd they go back? Those men have bigger balls than me. I will say that. I would not go back out after that first night. Like, fuck that shit. Yeah, I mean, I guess they wanted to find out what it was, you know? They still didn't find out what it was, though. Well, I mean, they're trying. I, they have bigger balls than me. That's about all I know. So, uh, this is the last story I got. It's kind of a long one. But there's several different encounters with the beast. I'm writing about something that happened to me 20 years ago. I live on a small lake called Boner's Lake. Just outside, Boner's Lake. Just outside of Burlington, Wisconsin. At the time of this tale, I lived on the opposite side of the lake where I live now, about half a mile away from a Boy Scout camp called Camp Odakota. This camp encompasses 185 acres of beautiful rolling hills and woodlands on Dyer Lake. It was a beautiful summer day and I decided to take a walk with my dogs, a golden retriever and an English setter. I went a different way than my usual happened upon a back trail to the camp. It was chained off, but I chanced it anyways and hopped over to check it out. The chair was very quiet and peaceful, and we walked where we were enjoying ourselves greatly. After a bit, we came upon some buildings. One was a large pool barn type that had its doors changed shut. Curiosity overtook me as usual, and I went up and pushed on the large doors, allowing a crack of about six inches. I tried peering inside and couldn't see much but a floor and empty space. I was shocked when an ear-splitting roar came out of the barn. It sounded like a scream, but deep, guttural, and bear-like. Fuck that. <laughs> When my dogs took off running, I took off running after them, terrified. We ran back to my house, and, sh- and shaking like a leaf and out of breath, I told my now ex-husband what happened. He, of course, told me what I heard was a crane. I just stared at him incredibly. A crane? Yeah. As in the bird? Yeah. 
Excuse me. <laughs> I just stared at him incredulously like you just stared at me. When you fucking... <laughs> you fucking bird... Confuse a bird with a fucking bear. Go for it. You tell me. Yeah, he didn't even like, oh, wow, like so you ran into a bear or something. Like, Yeah, like, <laughs> I heard this bear sound, like this fucking guttural roar like a bear. Oh, yeah, it was a crane. You know what that is? That's a bird. Yeah, that's a bird. <laughs> like... I would I would be so much more accepting if he said it was I don't know a bear a fucking a wolf a sasquatch yeah fuck it yeah anything like a crane yeah uh, you know this out of all the stories we've talked about today that is the most illogical thing I've heard honey are you sure you didn't just see a number three sasquatch yeah honey, how many crack shocks did you smoke today <laughs> I knew better but I wasn't going to argue the point with him and just pondered on it for a bit by myself attempting to calm down. The day went on and nothing else was said about it until just after dark when we both heard the same scream coming from the backyard. The house I lived in at the time had a huge backyard. At the very back we had a garden by a small wooded area. It was from there where we heard the scream. Well, my ex grabbed his rifle and the dogs and headed down to the garden to find nothing. Might as well grab the dogs. <laughs> he came back to the house eyes wide and acknowledged that what we had heard was not a crane. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, crane, yeah. <laughs> Glad he can admit when he's wrong too. <laughs> After that, we went out. We we went about our night talking about it, with the dogs nervously pa- prancing about, and eventually went to bed. Being summer, the bedroom windows were open, and about three a.m., I was shocked awake when it was just outside the window and screamed into it. The dogs didn't even bark; they just cowered, whining. My husband jumped again, again jumped up and grabbed the rifle and went outside without the dogs, as they didn't want anything to do with it to investigate. And again, nothing. Her husband has bigger balls than I do, too. <laughs> Fuck that. At least open up the window. Don't go outside. Well, the window was open. Yeah, the window was open. Like, it was staying there, like, looking, like, right at the screen of their window and just yelled into their bedroom. Yeah, I think it just jumped through. That ah, fucked that. Yeah, that's... Uh, fuck that. Well, the story would end here, as we didn't hear anything after that, and I was too scared to investigate the building again. But it just happened that about three weeks later, my husband and I went away for the weekend on a camping trip, and my mother, younger sister, and her two daughters spent the night at our house to watch the dogs while we were gone. The following morning, my sister was in the kitchen cooling, cooking breakfast when my niece Sandra came in. She looked at the kitchen window and noticed a long smear mark on the kitchen window. It was about at nine at the time and looked up and my sister said, I didn't know what did that. Oh, I know what did that. My sister looked at it and asked Sandra what she thought, what she thought made it. Sandra replied, ooh, it was the swamp monster. My sister chuckled and asked why she thought that. Now, I was always teasing the girls with stories about a swamp monster that lived out by me, so they just knew there was a creature out there. This, of course, was before my own experience, and it wasn't cute or funny anymore. Huh. Fair <laughs> enough. Then the little girl said, I saw the swamp monster last night. My sister said, chuckling still, ooh, what did you see? Sandra just looked at her and said, I saw the huge white hairy arm, and it ran its claw across the bedroom screen, which would have been, like, their bedroom, where they saw it before. Fuck. My sister said, wow, what did you do? Sandra said, oh, I just rolled over and went to sleep. I knew it was Aunt Tina trying to scare me. And of course, <laughs> they were gone. Like, they <laughs> uh, So what did you see? I haven't a clue to this day, but I wonder, were they keeping something out there? Or was there something living in that barn unbeknownst to them at the camp? And did it follow me home? Last summer, my brother, sister-in-law, and I tried going back there. But we got stopped by the person living across the road before we could go across the chain that is still there. One more thing about the camp. Before the situation, a group of us had gone in the front entrance to the camp by car to check out Dryer Lake that is at the center edge of the camp, hoping to sneak in some late night swimming. This was, of course, after dark, and we, of course, were not supposed to be there. 
We arrived at the trail to the lake and got out of the car with our flashlights to walk. We tried following the trail, but ended up going off somewhere along the line. We went over the hillside, and there at the bottom of the hill, we saw a beautiful wrought iron gate about six feet tall. There was a hole dug into the side of the hill, and this gate was covering the opening. We opened the gate and found ourselves in a 12 by 12 foot cave of sorts. Inside were candles, a dead rooster, and a scythe. What? <laughs> there was nothing else. No altar or signs of occult practices, just the things we found haphazardly laying about the room. My sister's now ex-husband took the scythe, with I told him to leave, and we left and never went back. That was until I went for my walk that summer day. When she saw the thing in the barn. Hmm. Found a fucking... He took the scythe? Yeah, it's a good scythe. Free scythe, yo. <laughs> yeah. Didn't want the dead rooster, that's for sure. No. That could be the scythe of a loon. That guy could be a fucking worgen now. Maybe. Maybe that guy is the dog man now. Maybe. No, that'd be a werewolf, Mike. But, I mean, I would not want something to follow me in the home like that. No. But, like I said, that, like, that seems to be, like, a characteristic of the dog man, almost. Like... It'll follow you and not. Oh, it doesn't seem like. Could they not be skinwalkers at this point? I mean, though, they, then? they could. Like, that's also a possibility. Because I, skinwalkers, uh, at least from things I've read and seen and heard, if you make eye contact with them, they will follow you. Like, to the ends of the fucking country, even. And anyone doesn't know, skinwalkers are like Native American, almost. They're wise, shamans. Yeah, wise men who would. Adopt like take a skin of an animal and then turn into said animal. Yeah, there's shamans that are said to be able to live forever. And, yeah, once they've reached the enlightenment of being able to do that, they can basically live forever. They, and they can change into any animal. Um, they're pretty much indestructible. They're fucking nuts, but they're also evil at that point. I don't remember what turns them evil or why, but for the most part, if skinwalkers are bad news, you don't fuck with them. Hmm. They're really interesting. I, I don't know. I've watched a lot of things and read a I like to read. I, when I was working at Walmart overnight <coughs> on my hour lunch break, because fuck hour lunch breaks. They're way too long. Yeah. Um, I'd go out to my car and I'd just read scary stories and shit and just look up <laughs> random stuff. Um, skinwalkers are a pretty uh, fun. Yeah, pop. skinwalkers. I might, walk, they're I might pretty fun, look up uh, some skinwalker stuff tonight. Yeah, they're pretty fun lore and stuff to look up. But yeah, if you guys want any more Dogman lore, dogmanencounters.com is your place to go. Dogmanencounters.com. Yeah. We got a lot of things to fucking link with this one. Yeah, yeah, we do. That was a fun one. The Dogman. Definitely is. Just because I never really heard of it. I've, only, I've heard of the werewolf, but I didn't know there was really like a cryptid like that. Like the dog man with so many different sightings. There also is a story like I didn't I didn't research it when I was doing this topic, but it's just one like I've heard before. I don't remember where. It's a place called Dogtown, and like it like that was like the name of the place before eventually it was abandoned, and then a bunch of dogs like just kind of like just feral dogs like took over. But supposedly there's one big one that's like supposed to be in charge of all of them, and like it's kind of has like the same like dog man features. Well, shit. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Dude. I wish I remember what state it was in, but I don't remember. Yeah, no, so much. That, that's pretty. That's I think the craziest thing out of all the things that you talked about today. Yeah. Is right there. There's a fucking. That would be nuts. There's a dogman king with a little dog army. Yeah, but dogman army. Fuck that. Just fair. Whatever state, wild whatever dogs. state that's in, they better watch out. They better have the local militia ready. <laughs> See, <laughs> I don't know how good it, how much good it'll do them, but. 
Start melting down your silver, boys. Yeah, you, gotta, you need those bullets. You gotta come to war. Uh, I guess a little bit of business. I got the Discord set up, so we can start using that. How about that? Fuck yeah. I was thinking we'll post the link to uh, on the socials and stuff. You hear that, people? You can join the Discord now. You can join the Room to Talk Discord if we haven't invited you already. <clears throat> Keep up with more stuff that we're going to be doing. I think we're yeah, going to be starting. Just find like, the stuff we can post easy on there. Yeah, we can yeah. start even hosting. Uh, we can post some stuff on there. We can host some... Uh, some shows, some episodes, some like fucking fun little ditty side episodes where we can share our screens from our individual computers and maybe set up shows like that. Yep. Yeah. Get some other people in for interviews or something like that. They can join the Discord. But yeah, you'll be joining the Discord soon. And all the episode links go on there, so. Yep, all the episode links and um, we're all active all every day. Yeah. Fucking, you want to talk? I'd send me a message. I could care less. I'll fucking talk to anybody. Yeah, I'll talk your ear off about the dog, man. All you want. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like talk. I like meeting new people. I like talking. So. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. That's the point of the podcast. That's why I stream. Like, I like talking to the people that pop in every now and then. It's fun. Don't forget to join the Facebook group. Uh, room to talk. No spaces. You can just join that shit. I didn't put any restrictions on it yet. Just don't be mean to people. Don't AKA Dick. AKA me, because I'm the only one who posts in it. <laughs> Man, my Facebook picture is still me from high school. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Room to Talk Podcast, at Room to Talk Pod. You got it. You'll find us. You'll know it's us. But yeah, there's another good one. Hell yeah. I'm Bud Walker. Michael Klosky. I'm Seth. We'll see you next week, kids. Bye. Peace. I need to start threatening our viewers with peace and love. Yeah, then she showed me a picture of her shit. <laughs>